What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give him life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. This on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power This is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of One Nation Radio. I'm James Boyd. Here with me have Rich Lotta. Uh, Rich, what is going on? You know what? I'm not going to ask you what's going on. Just hold on for a second, Rich. We have a guest host with us, Floyd Johnson Jr. from All Things Elite, a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. How are you doing, Floyd? Don't answer that. Let's just get to it. Uh, Last night um, at the Oscars, at some point, because I don't watch the Oscars, because why would I? Um... Chris Rock, who was hosting, which is funny because, like, he was a guy that was, like, the person that was hosting, like, the VMAs back when they were last relevant in the, you know, uh, late 90s and 2000s. Uh, he um, made a reference to uh, Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith and uh, made a G.I. Jane joke. We A lot of people may or may not have known she has um, had a journey of late with her hair and... Uh, and uh, because of that, uh, she has alopecia, so she, she can't grow hair. So, obviously, um, there's stuff going on. Uh, Will Smith, who was there, uh, is seen after the remark is made. And you can see Jada, and you can see Will, and you can see Will laugh because he's obviously, like, you're you're getting... It's a bit of, like, a roast where you're at, a, you know, on the day, it's a, a bit at the um, at an award show, kind of open games. He laughs. Jada doesn't laugh. Uh, they cut back to uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is looking at Jada, and he clearly sees that Jada is not uh, just rolling with this. She was not happy, and he was like, it's just a joke. You know, more or less saying, like, it's a joke. So he goes to continue. Next thing you know, you see, you hear Chris Rock as he's about to move on to the next joke or the next uh, whatever punchline thing he's about to set up, about to go, and he stops and says, oh, okay, and you see Will Smith walk towards him, and just walks about, you know, 
arms lift and it slaps shit out of him and then walk and it turns around and walks back down and then Chris and then Chris Rock says, "Oh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me." <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to editorialize. Then uh, they cut back to show Will Smith sitting down, back down uh, where he was. He was sitting in the front row, and he says. Uh, on the edited feed, you find out uh, it was seven second delay. It was cut out, but on the foreign feeds, it was not because, like you know, whatever. Uh, you can clear him clearly say, "Keep my name's wife out of your fucking mouth," and then he repeats it again, even louder, saying, "Keep my name, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth." Uh, and then, and then Chris Rock says, "Uh, I I'm will. Going to. <laughs> I'm going to." Um, then from there, he tries to, he's about to say something for like, he's like, I would, and he stopped himself from whatever he had in his mind to say, which was like, ooh. Um, and then he went to continue on and, uh, with the, with the, uh, festivities. But everybody thought that in the building seemingly thought that this was a work, a part of the gag, a joke. And then once Will Smith said, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. The crowd gets more solid because they realize, oh my God, he really just slapped this dude at the Oscars. Uh, so, um, Floyd, you are the guest, so you, uh, I, I'm going to you first. What were your thoughts when you s- discovered this video uh, of this in- in- whole encounter in front of millions of people on live national television, or at least a seven-second okay. delay? Live national. Okay, so I I have had conflicting thoughts. My initial thought was I probably everyone else's initial thought. Will Smith just slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, and I'm just like laughing. I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I, I, nobody's calling that dude soft now. You know, he's he's gotten thrown like under the bus over the last two years, and I'm just like I'm laughing. And then like 20 minutes in, the old guy in me is like, dude, we just saw assault committed on TV. <laughs> And, like, no one did anything about it. No security came. No nothing. He just sat back down and got the Oscar for Best Actor later. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, if, if there was ever a time to question whether or not, like, the voting it, or, or, or worked or whatever else, that would be the time. Because once you slap somebody in front of all of these rich, uppity white folks... You kind of you kind of want to rig it to un, to make sure he's not going to finish the night with the fucking uh, trophy, right? With the biggest trophy in the game, right? I'm, yeah. So. I'm just like, I'm like, there's so much security there. No one did nothing. No walk towards him to make sure he's okay. That dude just got slapped, and everybody watched and like shocked and laughed. Like nobody had Chris Rock's back. Nobody came up and said, "I got hey, Chris bro. Rock." Bro. Just, Chris Rock was just on an island. Of slap. Yeah. He's Rich, like your on turn. This island. Yeah. Yeah. They, they slapped this man in front of Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have anything profound for you. Uh, I was in this for the jokes. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and defend the, the celebrities and, you know, their right to whatever because, you know, they're people just like us. So, um, you know, it was a two Americas moment because I saw a lot of pro collection on Twitter and it was um, quite a people was embarrassing themselves. I think thinking about it way too hard. Um, 
there was you know there was one person that, that there that determined what the line was and i don't think it was for any of us to determine so people were having these arguments on whether will went too far whether the joke was out of line or whatever it, it shouldn't have got to that level no one's responsible for this except one person and one person was clearly the judge the jury and executioner like he came out there and took this man's block off like he he walked up to that man um and you know chris rock i i feel like chris rock didn't even realize what was happening he was oh like, yeah he was sitting definitely, there. He was like definitely. why why is will walking up wow and then just like the the craziest thing is is like chris rock you could see him for like a split second decide like I feel like I want to fire back, right? But nah, I can't because right. like I'll end my career right now. Like, and he may have done that anyway. But um, nah, <laughs> like, he's fine. <laughs> like he came out there like and made that business decision. Was like, yeah, I'm gonna still make sure I get paid here tonight, so I'm not about to do whatever. Um, I, I just got one question, James. Is this just the ultimate light skin W right here? Like what? You know, uh, I mean, you have to you have to give me the list of other ones. I'm you not know? really I'm not really sitting here c- concerned about like the, the 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 you know the W's for the for the light skin community. You know, I you know we, we was talking the other week by Hobbs and and, and uh, what's his name, uh, Anthony Bowens and Caster. So Will slapped the shit out of this man. And he had to eat it. Yeah. Like, um. Uh, here's the thing, right? Um. Bobby Lashley just returned in front of Almas. I guess this is. I thought. I guess, I guess only one surprise. That's, anyway, um, back to lecture at hand. Uh. So. A few things. There's been, there's going to be a lot of stuff, right? Because this brings up one respectability politics probably at the forefront of all of this. Uh, two, uh, the misogyny and misogynoir of what um, Chris Rock said to Jada Pinkett Smith of one like like shaved, low haircut, bald heads for black women is a thing. It's not, and it doesn't have to be about her alopecia or not. That's a hairstyle that that, that black women have worn for decades centuries i didn't even know like i I didn't even know i didn't know about that either but then then you throw in like the part where it's like the joke is like a a play on like knocking her because she looks like gi jane and at the time when that movie came out it was also like to talk about like she's so tough despite the fact that this is a beautiful woman but she does she doesn't have her femininity her hair right like there's all that so there's that that's that there's that part at play there is the part where it's like you see Will laugh and shake it off. You don't know how much that is. He was actually upset and then, but he had to laugh because he knew he was in a public space versus uh, him looking at uh, his wife and then saying, I got to go out there and I got to defend my wife, uh, which is like, all right, like, so how much for this? Yeah. Proving your love. How much of that is that? How much of it is like, you know, whatever. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. Send me almost versus Lashley. I, 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 I just saw one in a physical interaction, and they just ran into each other at full speed and both bumped on the mat hard. I'm, I'm, yeah, run that. Give me, give me five, give me three minutes of that. Anyway, back to uh, 
Th- you, as you can see, Floyd hair turn. You like what? Uh, <laughs> fuck this no, conversation. No, no, like, we got like, big no. tires. Bumping. We got big. Yeah, we got big meat. Meat. Yes. Meat. Bumping meat yes. out of here. Yes. 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 Um. Anyway, yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff at play with that. Uh. But I, 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 I all I'm coming down to on that is. There are consequences for the things you say, regardless of what kind of uh, safety or measures you think you have in place by being a comedian or being a public speaker or whatever. Nothing is nothing protects you from that. Uh, when when I've seen this stuff, when people talk about like Chris Rock just being a comedian, whatever else is like, yeah, man, like the point of jokes is somebody's something or someone's going to be the butt of them, and it's up to that person or that person or the that something to. Buck back if it so chooses, right? So, um, you know, this happened a lot more in previous generations where, like, a comedian has things to say and then celebrity X, you know, person that's, person that's notorious more than famous uh, also wants to get a hold of you for things you say. And a lot of comedians have gotten their asses whipped for, for, for a long time over this kind of stuff. I guess I guess people thought that, like, it would happen on a place as quote unquote prestigious and, and as rich and uppity established and white as the uh, the I'm sorry uh, the um, Academy Awards. The Academy Awards, Oscars. yes, yes. I was yeah. I was about to say the audio Academy I was like no, that's, that's audio recording. That, no, that's the Grammys. Anyway, yes, and like yeah, not nah, not necessarily like Will Smith is successful enough to where he could be comfortable feeling like hey, and powerful enough to say hey, if I wanted to. Outside of pretty much any woman in here and anyone over sixty in here, I can walk up and slap the shit out of somebody and then walk back down and sit down in my seat and not have to worry about the repercussions of of you know being arrested or anything like that. I might someone might want to come over and talk to me, which happened, but like whatever. And also another part of it is like if you are willing to go to jail for a night for misdemeanor or battery and you're willing to deal with that, you rich as fuck, you can do that too. And Will Smith clearly was okay with that. Um, no, no charge repressed. Uh, but he was clearly okay with the consequences of his actions. So he went out there, he, he let off on that man's jaw and he went and sat back down and then he won the fucking award for best actor in a motion picture for 2021. A, a legend. A he was already a legend. Now he's doubled up. Like, I, I just find it hard to, um, watch some of these people on Twitter that have just just faked this outrage like about this and like saying he could have died and uh the comedians like you know their their job of a comedian is to uh you know challenge thought and 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 push the boundaries i'm like well where's the be funny part they always seem to miss this like <laughs> like and you know there were people that audibly reacted to the uh joke in a negative way but like i said there is only one person that was uh you know going to be the judge on that and he came up there and broke them off some like you know master p and pimp c and you know all them was saying you know break them off some that's that's pretty much what happened like this man rode up on pookie and hit him um well Okay, so Sir Sam in right. here is saying, right, I, I'm looking at it, he says, that's the absolute self-control the must-have t- uh, taken from Chris to not rip Will Smith a new one for half an hour is monumental. I mean, you can say that, 
but you just had a person that 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 was uh that just was willing to you know at some extent like put some type of risk on his career to slap shit out of you in front of literally millions of people He'll like do it again. something something like here's the thing when it's, what comes with a slap right if you get slapped by somebody there is the air of I have no problem fighting you. You don't get to slap somebody without saying that I not only do I am I willing to fight you, I'm pretty sure I can also whoop your ass. So if yeah. someone slaps you, chances are they can whoop your ass. So for Chris, for, I almost say Chris Brown, but for Chris Rock to uh, the self control, I mean that wasn't much self control as much as self preservation. Because look, he 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 could have got he got like a closed fist as opposed to hand uh, open fist like like he, he just got open hand. He could yeah. he, he could have got yeah. backhanded. You know, and it would have been uh, real bad. That, that's the thing with backhands. Yeah. Like, you don't have yeah. as much power with your backhand as you do with, 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 with you know, a, a regular standard uh, slap. Like, and also, like, it's, it's, it's not... You also look at the way he did it. Like, it wasn't no big wind-up. Like, he was... He has been he has been training and slapping. <laughs> like there was no there was no wind up with that. It was just pure brutal efficiency and only thing you really saw uh was the follow through. It was it was it was well done. Really well and, done. And and Will Will has long time had the uh the nice guy uh presentation for year for about twenty five years at this point, thirty years at this point. Um, you know, the 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 safe rapper the uh, person for everybody the the TV star the movie star and you know frolicking with you know his side of Hollywood I would say um, and I think what people forget like is bro like I don't want to say it but like you know this man this man this man's from from you know he's from where he's from so like. Mm-hmm. It, it, that shit don't leave you and you know it, it sucks it had to be both of these guys because they have long legacies lots of respect among both of them <laughs> i i like and i don't want to see i didn't want to see them dudes hitting each other like that or that one dude hitting that other dude like that but like i can't i can't pass judgment on him either because it's like that's his wife like i can't tell that man not to be offended or to pr- pr- uh, prove his love for for Jada, so uh, it, it is what it is. Like I, I don't have I, much. I don't have an issue with none of this stuff because it's like when you talk about the legacy stuff, it's like nothing happened to the legacy. So, like we got think of all the think no, of I all saying, these I'm, people. I just mean these guys are like real well regarded, and you know no it's no. Just no. Like, but there are people that are getting into the legacy talk of whatever. I was like, nah, man, their body work is their body at work. Like someone getting slapped and somebody slapping someone is not is not is not where we're stopping on talk. We're not. We're not. Can't. Obviously, we're not. Canceling is not a thing. But like, no one. No one's actually going to cancel Will Smith for slapping somebody. Like Bel Air will run regardless. Yeah. Like his next movie. Like whatever next movie he does uh, with his production company, it will sell regardless. Nope. Like he, stop. He, or probably he'll sell sell more. He yeah, might slap somebody in yeah, it. Yeah. No, I got a. Uh, I got like two <laughs> two points. First of all, Will Smith made a business decision. He he saw who was up there. If somebody bigger was up there. Yeah, Will Smith ain't coming up there to slap him in the face. He picked little ass Chris Rock to slap him in the face. Good job, smart decision. He knew the person that wasn't gonna fight back, right? Because a couple of comedians would have laid his ass out, just right, right there. So, uh, second of all, he probably made Chris Rock twenty million dollars because there's gonna be a Netflix special called "I Got the Shit Slapped Out of Me" by Will Smith, <laughs> and Chris Rock <laughs> is gonna break all sorts of records. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And, he, and also, yeah. it's like. Look, if he wants to, he will have that job for a long time annually. 
Like, I'm back. You know, <laughs> last year, you know, I got the shit slapped out of me. What will happen this year? They have to Tune bring him back. They have to bring him back just for that reason alone. Just Tune he has to come out. back at least one more time just for that reason alone. Like they, the option had to be picked up that like seconds after, the, like in the back after that last segment when he went. When he, you they're know, like th- oh yep, yes, yeah, pick. Oh yes, definitely. This is this, you know controversy, controversy breeds cash. <laughs> Well, I'm just like it's at least got to be a joke next year where he brings security on stage. And it's yes, like, I, I, yes. Before I tell a joke, I gotta make got my security up here in case Will Smith is here. Tell he me. has to do that. Yep, he has to do it. I don't. I I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. <laughs> yeah, room is on fire. I appreciate I see. you guys jumping in. Will Smith so joined the slap fight league. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't know how the slap fight uh, league really works, but like, you know, I know you like gotta get hit. Yeah, like he got to get hit back. I don't think Will is really. It really wants to hit back part. Look, if you guys enjoy the slap fight leagues, I think you guys should check out the original time I ever seen people slapping oh people. It's like Smackfest on Hot ninety seven. Those videos still might be on YouTube. It is comedy. Please, please, now, and 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 this isn't like people that have been training and lifting weights for this. This is just somebody from the from the neighborhood against somebody else. It could be women, it could be men, and they just they wait, just wait. You're not telling me it's a catch. Is is a catch fight? You ain't no, telling me it's a no. catch fight. Oh, okay, I'm about to say, hold no, on, no, hold no. on. No, so um, you know, a lot of people, you know, Will Smith clearly a fan of a Noki with the slaps. Yeah, um, everybody had them jokes. Um, yeah, so, man. Just, I saw, I saw Nokiism. I saw, you know, this is this is King's Road. I saw all, all the punchlines and rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's coming. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to say, me a good one. This is the first time a slap. Both of them came out over, so it worked out. People were like, "Want to see where?" Rock's going to say next. People's like, Will Smith ain't no bitch. And this is good stuff. They both That's came smart, out. Hey, 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 He's been hey, going, hey. going through a lot with, with, with Jada the last couple hey. years, we know. Hey. And WWE can learn a lot from that altercation. Both people came out moreover. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to set up some people to, you know, come out there. And, like, I, I feel like Matt Casper is scrambling right now. He's, like, he's he's literally eliminating, doing process of elimination of which line he should say. Like, right? yes. <laughs> so, if I was CK, I would, like, give him the week off. But Yes. You know. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be on that TMZ thing, if anything. He's uh, going to get it out. He is going to get the uh, that joke out, that one he came up with. He, it's going to come out. Wow. I, okay. I, I mean, that could be a whole song, actually. <laughs> you got slapped, bitch. <laughs> like, like, I can't believe Bro, there it. there was somebody that had a um, that had a song out about it, like, when I woke up in the morning. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, there was, like, so- someone on the internet made a song and made it, like, a TikTok thing that blew up. All right. So, so, all right. I got one. I got We leave after this. We're already, like, 23 minutes in. I'm talking about those fucking slaps. <laughs> but... Like this is this is what I'm asking this in good faith with y'all, and I expect y'all to like you know um, to to give me at least some short answer, right? So I saw I saw a group, a, a certain sect of people, like that loved the slap under the guy. Not not guy, it's not right, but uh, their notion was: Are we protecting black women? Or are we not protecting black women? And um. I guess my question is the the injury already happened 
like so i'm i'm trying to figure out like was that protection or was that event or was that vengeance oh that's vengeance all the way okay I because mean, like, it already it already happened i mean you know <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck on that one because, like, you know, I I feel like that's a solid point. Like, but like sometimes, you know, protect black women as a general idea can be kind of vague, and a lot of people don't know what exactly it means. So, like, when this happens and people want to apply that, I don't have a problem with them doing that. But I'm just like, you know, if you put this on paper ahead of time and I didn't actually know the event or actually see it, like, hey, would this be an example of like protecting? I don't know. Like, so. I, I'm not sure about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not. To, I'm not so sure either because it's like, like you know, like this all falls into you know. Um, once I see him laugh at first, and then like it takes him to look over to see his wife not with it, and I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't the this isn't as noble as uh, what people would make would like to make it out to be. Right. Um, it wasn't noble is, at all. This and, is and the, and the camera this is in a way like after, you gonna let him after, talk to me like this. That's right, what after, that is. Like after, yeah, that's what it after came they after. showed her not laughing, they cut the camera away, and I right. don't know what happened between them during that time. Like, did she like right. further get like you know upset about it? Did well, she like say okay. like, "Well, you gonna let this slide?" Like, well, "Oh, you laughing at me?" It, like, it ain't even it ain't even like I don't I don't know if that happened. One could one could speculate about that, but at the least, they cut away. She her face is still up. She's still clearly bothered by what she said. Um, Will clearly is then recalculating the maths on all this, <laughs> right? And Chris Rock is clearly looking at her and sees that he that she did not take con- or or she did not appreciate that joke, which is why he was like, "It's just a joke." This this was light, and then Will gets up there, so it's like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much of it had to be where Will, where Jada has to give the go up there and hit him, stare at at Will. But clearly, it was like, okay, she didn't like this. I got to do something about it. And then it, you know, it went from zero to hundred real quick. But from, from whether what, verbal or not, some communication right, happened between right. them, it was, and I, I, he thought that was what needed look, to be done. Right. That, that man, look, that man probably done heard this line like a. Bunch of times in the last twenty five years he'd been with that woman. Well, Tupac would or something, and oh, then like he he didn't want to hear that tonight. So like you know, yeah, he he didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, um, the, the also yeah. dangerous five nine Tupac that never got arrested until uh, after he was rapping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway, nah. <laughs> so so James, uh, I'm going to hit the music a little bit early. So I don't know if you want to pull up. Uh, say here, it, you know. The it is WrestleMania season. Oh, so, you know okay. when it when it's time for WrestleMania, it is time for this. Let's go. Break it down. Alrighty, so uh, it is time for your WrestleMania preview. Um, yeah, th- this is—I I love that WrestleMania theme song. That's just a joke. We've we played it many times in the yes. past. 
uh, on the show. So hope you guys enjoyed our Jada and Will analysis. But man, this show. Woo. So Floyd, we, we, we asked you on because like we need help, man. We don't watch. Um, we don't we don't watch the Sarar Smackdown. We follow by from people that that cover it, people that we trust, and um, you know some obviously the pay per views that we've seen and like some of the from just going from month to month watching pay per views, um, or in this case like January was day one and also World Woman, but um, watch the pay per views, hearing the you know bi weekly uh, reviews for their television. It sounds like they ain't got nothing except for Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns part whatever. And now they're dubbing it as like the biggest WrestleMania match of all time when it's like, I'm sorry, like last I checked, you're doing two shows on WrestleMania weekend that that are going to have about the same attendance as like WrestleMania 3's fake attendance. So I, I'm kind of lost here. Is it? Well, are, are we? Are, ha- is the math not mathing? Am I am I missing something here? <laughs> well, since I'm a masochist, I never miss WWE programming, so I can tell you to this that they, that's how they're booking it. I honestly think Charlotte and Ronda might be the stronger match because in their previous in their previous uh, as far as fan interest as because uh, in their previous attempts with those two. They've never really had a one-on-one winner. When they did the one-on-one match, you know, Charlotte beat her with the kendo stick. For DQ, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, I honestly think the storyline of this one and them fighting and stuff has been, even though Ronda kind of is not terrible on the mic, uh, has been almost better built. And, like, I'm if you're asking me about those two matches, I'm very much more looking forward to Charlotte and Ronda and what Ronda can do, what, less than a year after giving birth versus, you know, Charlotte, you know, how she's been booked. I think she's been booked stronger than anybody in WWE in a very, very long time. She's stronger than Roman? Very, I mean, the Romans had a last good year and a half, but look at Charlotte's career. Oh, okay, fair enough. You're 32, like, she beat the streak with Asuka. Charlotte wins, you know what I mean? They have mm-hmm. built her really really well so she is her strong opponent versus this supposedly bigger than life person uh ronda rousey i think almost is better but yeah if you look if you watch the advertising if you're a a person that doesn't watch the program and just watch the advertising this is a one this is a two-night wrestlemania with one match well let's let's start at (laughs) at night at night one no you gotta let that joke sit it was fucking good it's a two-night wrestlemania with one fucking match (laughs) 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 well we should definitely start with that one with with charlotte and ronda like on day one and we'll go through the rest of the matches from there i would also like uh to get a out, a out of 10 score on each match for uh, the level that we're kind of looking forward to it. So, uh, Charlotte, the level and we're looking Rousey, forward to it, or like the level that we think the match is going to be, or both? The level we're looking forward to it. Okay. Sure. Out of 10. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, uh, like Floyd mentioned, um, I don't know why they're doing this match. Um, when the, the last time she was here, 
we didn't even want Charlotte near her right. at any point. No one asked for this. Um, it is a cognizant choice, I feel like, by the promotion to elevate Charlotte even further. And while someone like Sasha Banks is buried in an eight or eight person tag team fatal four way clusterfuck, uh, when despite the fact that there's not a shred of evidence that Charlotte's ever been a bigger star than Sasha, um, and they're doing this uh, match for the SmackDown Women's Belt, I think Charlotte's title reign has been a joke. She hasn't defended the belt against like like when's the last time she's defended that thing. I'd have to pull it up to look. Like, like was I it literally... was it like Naomi like on a TV match like they like she hasn't had pay per view. Was it was that a, like, was that a title match? Month. Yeah, I believe uh, it was. Hey, to be fair, like, that title three. match was like I gave that title match like four stars. That match was fucking great. So yeah, um, like I went on my way to see it because you know I you know I, I I try to like when people say stuff about like you know the biases of of whatever is like bro. If there is a good match that I hear good word of mouth from from WWE, I will watch it just like if I heard anything about like some some Joshi match or else. I will seek it out and go find it. So like I don't want to hear it. I just rarely ever hear that these matches are are I, I get a great match from WWE. It just happens to be that. Also, uh, just 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 a coincidence, right? Like I went and looked at uh like cage match today for like you know like matches that are like in the top hundred from uh the whole world this year so far. On the first page mm-hmm. of like you know the match guide and cage match, WWE has six or seven in the top hundred matches. Very bad, um, especially when you got most of the talent in the uh, the biggest concentration of talent, top talent yeah. anyway. Yeah, it is pretty bad. Um, Charlotte and Ronda, not excited for it. Um, like two out of ten for me, and it, this is just like. I, I've never got it. Like I'm not into Ronda Rousey at all. Um, I think she stinks. Pushing her as the babyface is also absolutely ridiculous at this uh, this point. She's throwing all these terrible punches. And the last time we've seen her, um, I don't know, man. They're gonna have to save it in the ring, and who knows if they do. But <laughs> I know I wouldn't have to worry about that with Sasha Banks because I, I feel like Charlotte's a threat to like. You know, it can be good with Charlotte. It can be bad with Charlotte, but it, you never know. Um, and I don't know if these two have it in them to strike lightning in a bottle twice. Of course, the this may be the presumed main event of this night. But, you know, there is that Austin and Kevin Owens thing that's a match, but not really. But they're acting like it and lying like it, it is, but it isn't. And um, so don't be mad. Yeah. At us, so don't be mad at us when it actually isn't a match. Same way that you shouldn't be mad at us at WrestleMania 34 for all, for uh, Cena versus Undertaker. It's, it's the same thing. Ah. Uh. Same thing. Uh, or or the rock, like not showing up, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Um but yeah, um this stinks. Floyd. It is my third most anticipated match of the night, so I will give it a solid six. I am grading <laughs> on the w- I am grading on the WWE curve. <laughs> as in I have my expectations for WWE matches. And out of my expectation of a WDME match, I give it a six. 
This is the this is the biggest annual show of the year in the industry. This this is my number three most anticipated match ah, on day six, one. Six on day out, one, not oh, period. Okay. On day one. Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I was gonna say six out of ten just for the whole yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Okay, um, I, I I'll go four out of ten. Um, the only only thing I have is more curiosity that they can, uh, as you mentioned, like recapture what they had at Survivor Series 2019 uh, or 18. That was a great match um, with a super hot finish to, um, you know, get them to the stupid thing they did. But whatever, uh, with the three way when it should just been Becky versus Ronda, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I um, my only curiosity is like, can they can they out all the nonsense and political bullshit and baggage around those two? Like, can they actually like just entertain once the bell rings? That's all that's. Have a curiosity in that. That's it. So they get four out of me for that because I really enjoyed that match they had. They beat the shit out of each other uh, before the Kendall Six came out. Then they really beat the shit out of each other, or more specifically, Charlotte beat the shit out of Ronda. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I am. Uh, what's what's the next match? Like Rousey's colder than ice compared to like at any time she's well, ever is, been in WWE. I don't know how true that is because like apparently on house shows like she's drawing well, like. I, I, I think it's more of I think it's more she's, of like her what she's what she is doing week to week compared to like what she's actually doing financially. Like I think I think creatively it's it's the pits, uh, but like somehow in spite of that she's still getting people to show up to her house shows, which only I, tells I, me like it's only a matter of time before that goes away. But it's working right now so far for whatever reason. I think WWE fan to interest in Ronda is high. That crossover appeal that she has just doesn't exist. Mm. No one outside of the wrestling circle is talking about it. But the people inside the wrestling circle that, you know, like WWE are really looking forward to Ronda Rousey. I'll pick Ronda to win. Oh, my God. Oh, Imagine yeah. if Charlotte yeah. fucking won this match. Oh, my God. No, no. I mean, I mean, she could, Christ. you know, like, yeah, nah, that'd be, ne- I never, mean, never I mean, underestimate what they'll give Charlotte. Uh, yeah, she is the greatest WWE women's wrestler of all time. That's how she's booked. That's how her career has been lined up. She is, she, I mean, if she won, I wouldn't be shocked, but she's losing. Well, yeah, she's losing because, like, the whole, we know what the plan is. Like, we know yeah. the plan is she wins here, and then obviously she's going to get to Becky at next year's WrestleMania in LA, and she'll probably lose there and then go away. Like, yeah, it's another one year one for her. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, what's the next match? Seth Rollins versus a mystery Blank. opponent. Jesus Christ. Uh, you might guess what my number is on this one. I'll just jump in. Ten. Ten. If you didn't know it was Ten. Okay, let's do this. If Ten. You did, Floyd, if you didn't yeah. know that it was that was going to be Cody, what or you know, who what would you have it as? Or if it was any, if you knew, if you didn't know it was going to be Cody, if it was just what they've done on TV with Seth, where he's a fucking loser ever since the, we got to 2022, like he gets his ass choked out by, he gets his ass choked out by, uh, Roman because he pissed him off too much and he got D, and he won by DQ for, 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 because Roman beat too much ass. Then he goes to, uh, Elimination Chamber and he gets his ass pinned by Brock Lesnar like a geek and then he ends up, uh, trying to steal his friend. His heel friend Kevin Owens title shot. He ends up getting beat too, and then he lost last week. Who did he lose to last week? AJ. Uh, AJ. AJ. No. Well, he didn't really lose. Edge. Hit That's right. AJ. That, okay. Fair so enough. Fair enough. Me. Fair yeah. enough. 
Right. You go through all this thing where he can, well, either way, he continuously loses and loses and loses. Like, why would I care what Seth Rollins is doing at WrestleMania outside of the part where it's like, this is a booking malpractice that you have. This person has been a top five act in your company since like 2000 for the last half decade and say, hey, we don't have a path for you to have a big match at WrestleMania because you're on a losing streak because we're, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like, I don't, outside of the fact where you know it's Cody, why, I don't know. No, because my assumption, be? let's just say I didn't know who it was. My guesses would be Goldberg or <laughs> Shane McMahon. Those would be my guesses. And my oh, excitement God. level would be a one because I don't like Goldberg <laughs> and I don't like Shane McMahon. But the American Nightmare is coming back. Uh, you know, this was all before AEW existed. And when he left, this was my goal for Cody. Leave, become bigger, come back. My goal, of course, is for him to main event WrestleMania. I don't know if that'll happen. Probably not. But, again, big spot at WrestleMania. This is it. I'm happy. I, I Literally, the moment, Rachel knows this, the moment his contract came out with him leaving AEW, we went and bought WrestleMania tickets. Maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half later, because I knew it was coming. So, this has always been, it's a 10, it's an 11. It's a 12, okay? I'm Mel- Meltzer breaking the effing scale. Cody's oh coming. God. I will be in my red, white, and blue from head to toe. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Clip that right now. I will be in my red, white, and blue from head to toe. Let's fucking go. Yo. <laughs> So, so Seth laughing at Seth Rollins' misery is a pastime of mine. Uh, when people were like thinking he was about to be in some title match coming to WrestleMania, like I thought they were insane lunatics. Like when you know they they had him basically uh, you know looking like a bitch and getting squashed inside the chamber like every other geek. Uh, Everyone that had talked themselves into thinking he was doing something uh, on top, sadly mistaken. Um, yeah, like, and then, like, to hear that they ran the John Cena 2018 storyline with Seth Rollins, it makes the whole company look stupid and incompetent. And it just it's just dumb on TV. Everyone kind of knows what they're doing. Like, it's like they're trying to do their own version of when AEW brought CM Punk in. But I feel like it was a lot simpler with someone that's a lot cooler like that was happening like it was darby whoa, allen saying, hey whoa, you know whoa no no he's um, talking about darby I'm, compared I'm, to Co- to seth not to cody oh oh yeah yeah so like darby says even if you're the best in the world everybody knows what that means right and they don't even have to really go back to it and you see the location it's like oh okay this is what's going on um but in this case they have him just jumping through all these hoops and i i remember liking the way that cena's work was up to wrestlemania 34 because he essentially set the rest of the card in place this is like a not as good version of that and i thought the only like possibly like creative thing was edge like screwing aj to heat up their match more and that doesn't really have anything to do with stuff anybody could have been wrestling aj styles for (laughs) that spot so um but seeing cody go back to wwe i love it i love it you know, send them, you know, you know, you know, do they need me to uh, to to help, 
you know, pack the bus? You know, do we need air in the tires to, to make sure he arrives there on time safely? You know, what can I do? How can I help uh, Cody and the in the nightmare family and all these people in their exposition, their grand journey back to WWE, back to where he belongs, back to Vince McMahon, humbled, you know, say, yes, sir, please. May I have some booking, please? Can what do I have to do to help this experience go smoother? So I'm on a 30 for excitement on this. I can't wait to see Cody Rose show back up. Because you know what that means? He's not in AEW anymore. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> see? 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 This is why Chris, shit like this is why Chris Brown got slapped last night. <laughs> this kind of disrespect. And, Anyway, um, 30, uh, three and a quarter, throw it, send it in three and a quarter, the mirror match. Oh man. Um, (laughs) oh, uh, I will go. Yeah. A million out of 10. (laughs) I don't, I don't even know, man. Cause I'm just like, (sighs) I think Cody being reined in is for his best at this point. Um, like, cause I think personally, like him as a, you know, bell to bell performer outside of blading and, you know, ref bumps and distractions from Arn, um, he's much improved from 2016 or 2014, if you will, whatever you want to say. So like, I think as a worker, he's better. Um, uh, you know, and I think some of that being reined in on like, you can't do blood. So you got to take that out of your toolbox. You know, you have no, you know, unless, I, I seriously doubt they're gonna have Brandy taking rough bumps like like she's Hunter or not Hunter, but as she's like Stephanie or Maurice or somebody as uh, for now anyway. Um, so yeah, like I think they're gonna have a I think they're gonna have one of the better matches in uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, the problem is, <laughs> what exactly does that mean? <laughs> you know, three and a half. You know, yeah, three, like I think three and a quarter. You know, I, I think that yeah. I think that. I think they're probably going to have like a three and a half, three and three quarter star match and whatever. Like that's a very good match for undercard of Russell of a WWE pay-per-view in 2020 uh, or quite frankly, any WWE pay-per-view ever like outside of like takeovers. Um, so yeah, like this should be one of the better matches of the card. Like, am I excited to see it? Uh, I mean, it's been a, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a minute since Cody and quite frankly, like Cody's left on a, on a super high note. Um, you know, from AEW, that was one of that was one of, at what second or third best match in AEW this year, the ladder match. So, um, yeah, like I'm I'm with it. So I guess I'll say like for my enthusiasm level, like I guess I'll say like a six out of ten, seven out of ten, something like that. Um, this I know is Cody. Like if this was like not Cody, this was like I don't know, like you mentioned a a Shane or a Goldberg, I'd have been like ah oh, nah, give me a zero out of ten. No thank you. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, so, with Seth Rollins for flying the flag for WWE for essentially burying his public relations in the gutter, uh, for him, if he has to lose uh, this match against presumably Cody uh, mm-hmm. in this, and he did all this shit the last couple years, this is a hoeing of the highest extent that he did all that that swallowing of the boot. To welcome this man back and put him over and lose 
everybody has their match where they get embarrassed at WrestleMania. I just watched 12 where Triple H laid down for Ultimate Warrior. So Seth's about to uh, take his, and then they're going to book him strong after. But he's going to take his L. He's going to take the triple crossroads, and we all, and it's going to be a good day, and well, it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to celebrate. You, I mean, one, I think you're a lot more confident than you should be. Uh, but what I will say is this. Um, if that is the case for Seth, this is his quote-unquote punishment, like, Compared to the Triple H thing at the time, given the context of the time, he did nothing compared to what Triple H did. Like they cared about kayfabe back then, and he and he, and he blew it all in fucking Madison Square Garden. Like that's different than you know than this. Where like, what does Seth do? Oh, he talks shit about a guy that wasn't in the company. Why do why well, why would give a shit hey, about that? Brian Daniel Brian Daniels nor Daniel Bryan lost in eight seconds to Sheamus. He didn't do anything wrong. I, I, Everybody takes. I wouldn't Everybody call takes it. a big L at WrestleMania. It's just what uh, you do. Charlotte's never taking a big L. Oh, wait, well, Charlotte's never going to <laughs> take a um, big L. Let's see. We, who else, we let's see who else is never taking a big L. Uh, what's Hogan's embarrassing Cena, L at WrestleMania? John Cena got scratched by Undertaker. Um, what, did, what was I mean, I mean, I guess he wasn't embarrassing because he just lost to The Rock. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what what's The Rock's embarrassing loss at WrestleMania? Shit, losing three main events in a row. <laughs> but that's not embarrassing. That's just, oh, you lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think The Rock got out before he could get embarrassed. He, I mean, his I window think The Rock very, got out before he could get embarrassed. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. fair enough. He had, a, he had a short window, came back, main evented two WrestleManias, and was out that bitch. So, I guess fair really, enough. I'm just like, but when you have these long runs in the WWE, you're going to have an embarrassing loss at WrestleMania. What's Roman's embarrassing loss aside from bad matches? Oh, 31. 31. No, no, 34. Oh, 34. I thought it was 34. Oh, he got his head. Okay, fair enough. He got his head buzzed. He got his head buzzed by a shoot elbow, and then he got fucking lifted up and hurled and beaten by a a fake wrestling move after getting his head busted. Fair enough. While while the crowd absolutely burned all around him. Oh, my God. And people were laying. They weren't even shooting the crowd. (laughs) But the point, what I'm getting at is when I think of punishment or embarrassing L's, it's supposed to be like on the expense of the Booker man knew it was going to be embarrassing. Not like, oh, not yeah. like, not like. Oh, the fans gonna reject this because the Booker's inept. Yeah, I was gonna say his embarrassing nails was every time they were booking him to win, and the crowd just was not into it. And he <laughs> said, "You are not my guy." Okay. And they were like, everybody knew, everybody knew except Vince McMahon that he wasn't ready yet. Mm. All <laughs> right. So, I, so uh, next, yeah, we got the, yeah. King Woods. And Kofi Kingston against Sheamus and Ridge Holland just randomly announced today, actually. Uh, Butch will be ringside. Um, yeah, this is a tag team match, throwaway match. This is the Head Shrinkers versus the Steiners. This is fucking a second on the show type match. Rockets versus um, Islanders. Yeah, some shit like that. And um, I would have liked to, you know, I, I, I've kind of come around on Sheamus. So especially like, you know, some of the hard hitting stuff he's he's done. This should be a all right match, but I got nothing for you on you know how exciting it's supposed to be. Well, so I'll go four out of ten. Matter of fact, I, I'll go five out of ten. How about that? I rate this on a scale of zero to ten. I rate this bathroom break. Mm. That's where I will be during this match. Yeah. It would have been a lot more interesting had it been the you know trios match it was expected to be, but someone got their neck broken so. 
you know. Oh man, no, but you know, I think he could be good. I wish, I wish Butch was in the match because it Butch be tries when Butch ain't in the match. Yeah, because Butch is a super tryhard. He's the in that uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley. He's gonna go out there and try as fucking hard as he could to right. make it work. Also, and another part like Butch's last match on the main roster pay per view was a four and a half star match. You fucking morons! Why are you pushing Butch Holland? Get a clue. Yeah. Y'all know, so, Good uh, point by Brewhaven uh, in the comments. Kingston and Sheamus have been on the main roster for like 13, 14 years. Yes. Like, I mm, yeah. long. Well, let's yeah. see. Yeah, that's about right. That's about right. I was gonna say like, didn't they come in around like two thousand nine ish? Yeah, two thousand eight oh. or something. My, like that. my advice to Woods and Kingston: protect your neck. That's all. Jesus. <sighs> I, it feels like yo seeing the new day at this point like teaming with each other is like it's like fucking sad at this point. It's like yo, why are they still like together for one? Why to make like, money? Why don't like why don't they like ever elevate these guys? Like why don't they care more about these guys and and actually but, treat them seriously? But it's the WWE. They cast you in a role, and they might try to elevate you a little, but. As soon as they don't think you are immediately successful, they put you right back in a row. And they're inept. So, like, even and, when they try yeah. things, they still to go back to, like, well, we fucked this up. Let's take you back to where you were before we before we fucked you yeah. up, if you even make it. So, yeah. Kingston, Ian, Drew, they are all back to where they were before they won the title. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, I'm sure with Sheamus in there with those two guys, it should be a good match. So, I'll say six out of ten. Just keep the less you do, the less you do a Ridge Holland, the better. Tag team match for the WWE Championships: The Usos, Jimmy and Jay. This all on day Take, one. Yes, taking okay. on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I have this as a two out of ten. I couldn't be less excited for this. I couldn't picture caring about a Rick Boogs match. For a championship, uh, it feels like the Usos have had these belts forever. Uh, feels like they haven't done too much with them. Um, yeah, you know, at least like you know, we don't have to worry about like this match and then like people saying insane things on Twitter afterwards about you know uh, Jimmy and Jay. But yeah. that's not true because if this match is like three and three quarters, people will pretend like it was one star better. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh um, yeah, man. It. Uh, I got nothing for you on this. Like, I'll never care about Boogs. Nakamura is a skeleton at this point, uh, and the Usos have, are long in the tooth. It seems like as well. Um. I uh, yeah, two out of ten for me here. Floyd, greatest tag team in WWE history. The Usos. It seems like how that's how they're being booked. I, I would honestly give it a five. I just like watching the Usos wrestle. I love their whole entrance, their whole style, everything about it. It's just their whole presentation. What they're doing now is probably my second favorite version of the Usos, except for when you know they initially went to the more. Sh- I, best way I can say it is street style of dress and all that stuff. I don't know what other way to say it, James. I'm sorry. <laughs> like they started acting. I mean, they started like I don't know what other way to say it. But I'm glad you stopped yourself and they started acting. Like please stop. Please don't continue. Please don't continue. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean the other black tag team in the uh, WWE? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no, but uh, I, I really do enjoy the Usos. I honestly, when they put on regular matches, I'm very entertained by them. So, uh, I mean, who's on the other side? Just put you could put any two guys there, and I would probably have the same excitement for this match. Look, poor Usos. Um. I don't know, man. Like the stuff I've, I've heard some good stuff recently on Boog as far as like his power spots or whatever else. Like I'd much rather watch him to be honest uh, than um, Rich Holland. So there's that. Um, is Nakamura gonna care? We never uh, know the answer. No, to no, no. Like, that's the thing. Like if Nakamura, if, if you told me Nakamura was gonna care, then yeah, sign me up. This will be a three. This will be a three star match, but. Uh, or, or like some that could get to like you know the the high to mid threes, but I'll say I'll probably say it'll just be a good match and then call it a day. Um, the Usos, the Usos are at that point where like even if uh, Nakamura don't care and the booze isn't ready, they can still carry somebody to a good match regardless. So um, I'll say I'll say like a I'll say like a four five. Let's say five. Let's say five. We've got a singles match, uh, and I'll pick the Usos to retain because like why would I not pick yeah. the Usos? Um, Singles match, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Um, Quick question before we move on. Before we move on. Would you rather watch Drew McIntyre versus Corbin or Drew McIntyre versus Moss? Uh, Moss all the way for me. That's easy. I'll go with Corbin. I'd rather watch Moss. Because Moss will go out here and bump his ass off. I'll go with Corbin. Hopefully they keep it short. Um, at least people want to see Corbin get his ass beat. I would say is that actually um, true? Because I, I don't recall ever seeing it ever working, where people ever want to see him get his ass whooped. And it's been years, and they've tried it for years with him since 2017. They've tried to get people to care uh, for getting his ass whooped. He end up getting Dean Ambrose after having like one of the best feuds in WWE the last like uh, of like that era with him and AJ Styles. Who went from that to being put on the pre-show because Corbin will get you under. Everything Man, he touched, he's like, the, bad, he has a mighty touch step and said everything turns to gold, it turns to shit. Yeah, man. I feel bad for Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is probably my favorite wrestler on the WWE main roster. He might be my favorite WWE wrestler. And he's stuck with Baron Corbin. And I couldn't imagine treating this guy like this. This guy, like, like I feel like we should be taking up a, a collection. I feel like we should be uh, creating, uh, you know, change uh, petitions, like something like, like what did Drew McIntyre do so bad to, to end up here? Like, and like people were tired of him. Like when he was in main events and all he was doing was coming out here and tearing the fucking house down. Like, I don't understand this. This is like a colossal failure. If you think about what he did at SummerSlam, he was wrestling Jinder Mahal, and now he's wrestling Baron Corbin. What are they doing with this guy? This guy's a a, a generational WWE wrestler. What the fuck is happening? This and is, this he actually guy, wants to be there. This, and guy is arguably, this guy is arguably the greatest heavyweight wrestler ever in WWE. Like, what? It, this is an embarrassment. Like, People should be up in arms about this. They should throw things at the ring when this is happening. This is awful. Like, poor Drew McIntyre. Uh, I hope when your contract's up, you look for greener pastures because, like, go wrestle somewhere else. Like, no. Like, this, this is, this, like, you think I'm mad about Sasha Banks, right? 
And, but I think there's a level of um, she's all she's already halfway out the door of of making peace with Sasha Banks and already just a career of disappointment in mm-hmm. that that regard. Like this is just another thing to add to the pile. But Drew McIntyre, you still have a chance to make this guy important. Like this dude came back, went through the Indies, went through NXT, went up the heel way, turned, got over. Had a good title reign. Had a had like a bunch of bangers for for the belt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an, it's the number two belt, but sure, you know. And I don't know, man. It's it's frustrating, man, to to, to see that guy in this match in this spot, third, like or he, he may open the show. Who knows? Like he'll be right in the middle. Can but, you imagine uh, opening a, a pay per view show with Baron Corbin? In a, in a singles match, that sounds like yeah. a disastrous mistake. Yeah, they did it in 2017 with John Cena. <laughs> oh my god, did they? Yes. WrestleMania 33? No, that was the pre Wait, what, what pay per view are you talking about? SummerSlam 2017. Oh my god. Oh, he squashed him at least, whatever. Uh, or effectively squashed him. Well, my rating is a seven for this match. All things Rich said because I've I love my Drew. I love my Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. I was a one person that excited with his run. I I I like Baron Corbin as a person. I have never and I like his finisher, but I've never really like been all the way behind him as a actual in ring performer in character. But uh, yeah, I mean, if this is a just a easy win or a big win for Drew, but yeah. My excitement is, yeah, it's a seven because they've at least tried to give it a storyline. Over the last month, this, they've been building to this match. They tried to make it matter by saying since he became Happy Corbin, uh, he's undefeated. They've tried to do something. I mean, it was it effective? No, not really. No one cares. I mean, in general, but they've, they've tried to make this a WrestleMania match. They tried to make it important. Even Drew in his interview basically said no one wants to see me wrestle baron corbin on a promo on the show said no one wants to wants him to wrestle baron corbin this is the way they sell it to you yes yes he said no one but he wants to put him through as much pain as possible and that is what we're dealing with so yeah i mean if i mean i know this is what it is it's holding drew off until he can eventually lose to roman and so it it is what it is, but yeah, I love Drew. So I'm gonna always want to see Drew in whatever match he is. So I get Drew and Cody on the same night. I mean, come on, that's like perfect. Drew McIntyre is fucking awesome, and like almost virtually every show he's on that I ever hear about every uh, match he's in on pay-per-view that I see it's either great or very good it's because of the effort level and the willingness to do things um, that you don't see how to do is his size because when you bump like that at that size historically we're, we've always been told that like your body will break down very fast that dude is high effort that dude gives a shit and it's not jaded and as and just going through the motions in a way that like a lot of wrestlers have been going through the motions in WWE for a long time. Given that like, why try so hard if they're just gonna break my spirit or whatever else? He still is out here fighting. He's still out here fighting. 
Um, so to see him with Drew Mac or with Baron Corbin, a guy that like is not a stiff, but it's also somebody that I never want to see wrestle. Um, like the only times I've ever like given a shit about him wrestling when he's in like three ways with AJ Styles and in um, Dolph Ziggler in, in on SmackDown, right? Because you have two guys that are doing, doing most of the work for him. He's a guy that like liked wrestling, good athlete. He just didn't have the chops for it at a certain level, um, at at a high at a super high level. I think I think he's always been miscast as a person they try to make a you know the lone wolf and. You know, a factually or whatever else, when the reality was, he should always be just been in a tag team with someone else that could have been either a better worker or more charismatic to have made, you know, made an act, made a team. It just never happened. Like, um, he should have been put with, um, you know, all these all these years, whatever. He probably should have been put with Gable or whatever else and, you know, been a, you know, big guy, little guy tag team or whatever else. But it just never worked out. Um, but it is what it is. And we're here now. And, um yeah, man, I, the match is going to be okay, but it's, it's going to be okay. Um, and regardless of whoever wins or who loses, who cares, whatever, but, um, match be okay. So, uh, I'll just give it a, th- a four out of 10, three out of 10. Yeah. I, I, I see Moss abandoning Corbin somewhere in the match. Drew dominating him, like pinning him with one foot. Yeah, aren't they um like aren't they building towards a split between him and Corbin based off yeah. of you know like Corbin doesn't like the jokes he's telling now or something like that? Yeah, he's telling jokes at his expense. He's telling jokes mm. about Corbin, and that's where he's like, dude, no. And yeah, is Corbin yeah, gonna so, slap him? Yeah. Is What'd Corbin gonna is Corbin gonna slap him? I think he's gonna have to slap him. He's gonna <sighs> have to slap him. And uh, uh yeah, no, but uh yeah, I just see Drew winning in a dominant fashion. Getting them out the way. Tag team match. The Mysterios, Ray and Dominic, taking on The Miz and Logan Paul. Um, This match has kind of like two things working against it, right? Like you've got Celebrity, which, you know, never really excited for that. And then you have like the Dom Mysterio factor you have to add in that just like is like, the governor on it like just holds the match down so it's like uh floyd had brought up something before the show that i i feel like is going to happen and i'll let him say it and it just makes me sick to my stomach but um yeah i poor look using all this money on ray mysterio for this imagine well my excitement level is a six and it comes from curiosity I just want to see how good Logan Paul is. I'm, I'm just, I'm curious. I'm curious if this man can, you know, he's in there with four average to above average wrestlers at least. I, you know, Ray Mysterio is one of the greatest of all time. I know that. But I'm just saying he's in there with a set of group. If they can make him look good, it will he look good? Is it something that can turn into him being in the WWE longer? And the thing I brought up with Rich is I think Ray's going to, when they come out this week, Ray's handing Dom the mask. Dom's going to come out and wrestle this match mask. I Ray Mysterio has made no bones about his ultimate goal is for Dom to eventually be Ray Mysterio. That's going to be his name. He's going to pass it down. So I think big WrestleMania, big entrance, they're going to do the double mask thing. And I guess that's what they're going to do. I just, I just see it happening that way. 
but the dude gets the he gets the tag with his son at WrestleMania. I mean, to a lot of people, that's a dream. So there you go. It's like LeBron and Bronny playing on the same team. Oh my God! <laughs> Brighter prospect, Dom Mysterio or Bronny? Bronny. <laughs> like, let's put it this way, right? Like, he is the number. Th- 30 or he's in a 30 as far as his high school class in basketball which means like that ain't no person that you expect to make it make it to the nba right but at the same time like you think um in a particular let's say his uh wrestling class around the world whatever year you want to put down mysterio in you think he was the 30 best wrestlers and from that he'll be one of the 30 best wrestlers from his class i seriously fucking doubt it I, yeah, Maz is saying Rey Mysterio 2 or Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. I like Rey Mysterio Jr. It would be El Hijo. It would be El Hijo de Rey Mysterio Jr. Rey Mysterio. But, but obviously, we're in WWE, so they'll just, they, they don't even say that. It'll just be Rey Mysterio. Like, that's yeah, how it's happened with, like, El Hijo de uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. Like, he is, he is the junior, junior. He's yeah. third. Man. Um, yeah. Sad, sad times. That, no, the whole thing with Dom is I've noticed he's. Like every person I've ever seen on the main roster out that's been on this long, you have seen a physical change in them. Like just from dieting and working out, that dude looks like the same string being he did when he came. And I'm just like, dude, are you even trying? I mean, you got like some of you got Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre. They they know the way. Remember what they look like. They know the way. Do something. If you're not going to be like super <coughs> impressive in the ring. At least look physically impressive, and somehow you got tall coming from Raven Mysterio. Don't know how that happened. Do something with it. Yeah, man. Bad news. Um, singles match oh, for I, I can't speak news. on it. No, no. Uh, oh, I did. I thought you said something about it. Yeah, man. This shit gonna suck. Whatever. Man. Oh, like whatever. It's just gonna suck. Like is is Ray Mysterio doing charity for his son? Um. And then, like, you got Miz, and it's like, I don't want to see Ray Miz. Actually, that, that, that match was tonight. Like, it looked like the crowd didn't was okay with it. Uh, well, whatever. Um, I think that match is more appropriate for WrestleMania than putting uh, Logan Paul in a match with Ray Mysterio's son in it that has no business being, like, on Major League American professional television at this point. Um, not to say that it can't be the case in the future where it gets better. It's just it is what it is, and, like, he like for him even if he at this point even if he improves a lot like he still has an uphill battle or whatever else given that he stunk to start or wasn't really that good to start um outside of his like first couple matches which they you know game plan to make sure he looked great um so yeah i uh whatever it stinks like make better use of a legend while he is still great yeah <clears throat> um, singles like, match. We, we can we oh. can get a storyline between Rey Mysterio and and Seth Rollins. Couldn't no no okay. <laughs> That's funny. He's no hook. That's funny. Um, so the last match on night one we have is a singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. I'm gonna go five out of ten on this one. Um, I think this has been this is going to be an example of when WWE and their blind cultist loyalists will tell you a story was great. They'll tell you, Oh, it was just this, this journey we took from, uh, you know, SummerSlam and, you know, it, it led to WrestleMania where she, she beats her. And it's like, no man, like that shit, like th- this is just shit that happened. Like they 
have Becky Lynch now cutting promos about stuff that didn't even happen. Um, they have cast it in their canon that the fans chose Bianca Belair over Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch was like, and this was like right after Becky Lynch had like came back to this mammoth ovation because she was a surprise and everything like that. So it's like the story that they told you but never showed you. Um, no, 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 no. It was a story that's <clears throat> telling you in exact opposition to reality. Yeah, like it's it doesn't exist. Like, and they're going, like Bianca Belair is going to win the belt. It's going to be like, oh, okay, cool. We're right back where we were with Bianca. She gets to hold the belt. Then who's going, like, to you know be next for her you would think it would be somebody like Rhea Ripley if it was a smart well book company but I don't think that's going to be the case um you know I think this I think this Becky Lynch run has been awful she's female edge but maybe worse um like it is like you know what got her so over she feels like the total opposite of it I feel like she's like she's pretty much like uh she's expired as a character like i think and the 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 hard pivot to to the heel thing doesn't help it's it made like, it worse no one wanted it like no one wanted to boo her. people still don't want to boo her they're just going on for the ride because they're like well what else are you gonna do? i don't even think they're going for the ride they're well, just like as much huh? as you can go for it as you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. You're right. Like they're not necessarily going for it, but like at the same because they're going to be dueling uh, Becky and in 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 Bianca Chance all night, which shows you like clearly this didn't fucking work. This heel turn that you tried for eight months. I yeah, mean, man. The results of this feud to call it good. Not I mean, not even to call it great or fair. To call it good is to be simply put for Bianca Belair. To be more over now than she was when she was the champion, and when she wins, she, she will not. not be. She is not like she is we not. Go, she, right. No, well, no one cares. No, no. Here's no. This is gonna happen, right? There are gonna be people that may hear this, right, and they will or hear something like uh, along these lines, and then their way to defend it will be to then pull up a Google trend and see Bianca and see the spike in her from, from SummerSlam to here, and now be like. All right, now go to now wait a month and then go to it a month after WrestleMania once you get past WrestleMania spike and then we'll see because that'll be, really right. tell you and then they're, and then they'll be like oh well I don't want to do that I don't want to have that conversation My- after because uh like the main thing is like this shit is so cyclical when you look at like these uh these these trends or whatever else so like for me with Bianca it's like you you basically wasted a year of her career. Yeah, they, they and, did and, nothing. They did nothing with her for several months of last year, and we're talking but, between and, the Royal like, Rumble and WrestleMania. Like she, they like, did nothing with she, her. She, she, she won. Like she won stuff, but like it was so small stakes things. It's like, all right, the thing that happened with Sasha to where the match got canceled, and you had to pull the trigger on this hastily. Okay, are you ever going to get to the Sasha? Could you have done the Sasha match at a different point at Royal Rumble to have then like? Heated her up more or whatever else. No, okay, great, thanks. Like her beating uh, Zelina Vega and Liv Morgan to death, and even even Dewdrop, and enough. That's small stakes. Like her and Rhea should be running. Like given that you know uh, where we are with Becky in her life, where we are with Sasha in her life, where we are with uh, Charlotte just being protected. 
to death for like half a decade to Bailey just tearing up her knee last year. Those two, uh, Rhea and Bianca, or whoever you're going to push besides Bianca, if, if apparently you don't want to push Rhea, uh, let it be Shayna. I don't give a shit. They should have been plowing through like the horsewomen uh, and, and anybody else with any kind of name value to get them to top stars, get to that level to where you can have these big matches. And then eventually like, oh, Ronda's coming back? I could do a Bianca and Ronda match. I could do a Rhea and, and uh, Ronda match. They can't do a Rhea and, Rhea and Ronda match. Or uh, Rhea and, and Ronda match. It's gonna be the same. Bro, it's gonna be a lot of the same stuff for next so year. So bad in that the promos will be so bad in that feud. Oh my god! Well, I'm, I'm, my point is like you haven't presented anybody like Ronda left for three years, almost three years, mm-hmm. almost three years, and like they didn't re- they didn't replenish a damn thing. Like you look for the big matches for Ronda when she comes. After three years, you'd be like, "All right, oh great!" Like she has like the match you only look forward to now. Like there's not even a, there's not even a, a a Nikki Bella to come back for like a rebel, for like an evolution thing, right? It's like, all right, either we're going to ask Lita or Trish to come back, and then we got the Horsewoman again. It's all we got. What the, y'all knew she was coming back? Y'all knew she was coming back when she left. Your whole job was to get people ready for her. Look, they fired a lot of people. Like the people that she liked to kind of work with was like Nia Jax. Um, you know, I don't think she'll fight Naomi or anything. So, um, it, you know, everyone's caught up in that women's tag hell, that women's tag team match, and then they they fired tons of women. So it's they like, do. you know, they look they only they, look who knows how much they actually care about it. So, um, yeah. you know, like you know, I feel like you know Alexa Bliss is probably waiting for Bianca Belair after she wins the belt or something. So it's like it's that's gonna get. That's gonna get off to like a bad start, but like I don't. I'm a big Bianca Belair fan. I feel I, like they they just like it's so frustrating what they do with her for me. It's like this yeah. should be the top star. I, what are I'm they a, doing? This, She's gonna win, but like it's going to be hollow. This is yeah. what I'll say. Right, there are two matches on this entire show where I'm like the build, whatever. I'm 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 over it. Whatever. But, um, I do look forward to them having a good match and the right person winning. So between, um, Roman beating Brock clean without fucking a distraction or bullshit, actually in his first clean win over Brock and, Be- and, uh, Bianca beating Ron- or not Ronda, but Becky, that's the only thing I really care about. Beat them and don't have a bad match. That's all I care about. Just, just give me those two basic, simple ass things that are well within the realm of possibility to do. It's not like I'm saying go out there and have a match in a fucking year. It's not like I'm saying go out there and have a four and a half star match. Go out there, be entertaining, and put the right person over. This shouldn't be that fucking hard. I was gonna say when you talked about Google Trends, you can bring up all the Google Trends you want. I'm in there. I'm on the. I'm in. I'm at the events. You, in- you know what I don't see. People dressed like Bianca Belair. Well, I I, well, to be fair, I do not want uh, a lot of the fan base dressing like Bianca Belair. I'm just saying. Because I'm that saying could be with, problematic. Okay. I'm saying with the shirts and okay. all that stuff, I see the man. I see Ronda Rousey, you know, them thinking she's coming back at Royal Rumble and all that stuff. I don't see, I don't see the Bianca Belair love that you would expect to see after this major storyline where she's supposed to be built up. <laughs> To this uh, heightened level 
where everybody's begging for her to be champion. I don't, I didn't get that. I remember when Rich was talking about uh, Hangman back in the day, and he said, I don't see people with their face painting uh-huh. saying how Darby Allen's more over. Right. That kind of, I saw more Alexa Bliss stuff than I saw Bianca. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's just in person. So I'm like, I want Bianca to succeed. She is probably my favorite women's wrestler, maybe other than Asuka in the WWE. So. I really, really wanted to succeed, but this storyline, I mean, the best thing you can say was a failure. So, but hey, I see her beating uh, Becky. I see her beating her again in dominant fashion. Uh, and I getting that second record was a WrestleMania win. That's awesome for a resume. Should I just, she just squash her? I, I really do. Because oh I really think, I really think, I mean, like Becky beat her in how many 18 seconds? Less than, seconds. less than 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, less than 30 seconds. She comes in there, grabs her, hits her with the KOD, beats her in like five seconds shorter than that. That's how you continue to feud. Yeah. Do you want, but, well, my thing is this, right? Like, you got to, after you do that the first time, you can't, you got to have the actual match here. Uh, you can't. Look, look, and they already had a match before, like at like one of those pay per views that they blew off in a DQ. They already had Bianca in the ring with her for a triple threat match where Bianca was yeah. the one that took the fall. Yeah. Uh, I believe. <clears throat> um, they already had Bianca like sequestered, not winning for months out of the. So it was just like a rotation. That's all this was. And I hope people will enjoy it. Yeah, I, I mean, I hope I enjoy it. <laughs> like, yeah, there's no reason why they can't have a great match. Um, Kev- Kevin Owens, bad booking. Go ahead. Kevin Owens and Austin in their segment. Um, I don't know why this is supposed to be some type of big deal. Austin, the last time they were in Dallas, literally came out and did presumably what he's going at least going to do at this show. Maybe he'll do more. Who knows? I don't know, man. If it was me and it was like the biggest star in the history of the business, like I would probably do something like better. <laughs> or like if, you know, you can't convince them to wrestle. I don't know, man. Maybe just not do it, you know, because yeah, I don't know, man. Like if you're doing a match and it's like one of these two or three minute matches, it's a colossal waste of, of Austin and it's a damning indictment on their creative team because we know for years Austin's turned down stuff like of course like when CM Punk was around like that would have been the time but you know he didn't do it or whatever and he came back for this one I I think he really I don't know I don't know why Austin did this but you know obviously you throw the money throwing out the the money argument everyone's getting paid Um, but if this isn't a match, it feels pretty misleading. And if it is a match, it's like, well, why didn't they do it better? Well, my excitement is this is going to be so Floyd of me. One part of me is a zero because I went to WrestleMania 19 and uh, that was my first WrestleMania. And it was Stone Cold's last match, the end of the saga with The Rock. He went out clean, one more ride on the, the vest. I actually have a <clears throat> WrestleMania 19 shirt signed by Stone Cold. That was a great lasting memory of Stone Cold's wrestling career. Now they're bringing him back. And it's just like, I, that sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I had that great moment. I had that great moment. 
And it was like that, that was it. He went he out the right way. Him. He went out he went out the right way. He put over his main rival on the way out. The rock went on to be the fucking rock. And you know, it was like that's how you do it. I mean, this is not Hogan didn't do this. None of the other guys did this. Stone Cold did it the right way. You know? He went out. He actually stayed retired. He stuck to his word. He did the GM thing. He came in to throw some thunders at 32. Amazing. Loved it. Like, I love these type of segments. So if, if it's a full match, I'm very upset. I want it to be the WrestleMania segment thing because I love the WrestleMania segment thing. I love the little fun go around, throw a couple stunners, you know, throw around some beer. You know, it's going to be 32. It's going to be in Dallas. The crowd's going to be crazy. You know, it's that's all going to be hype and excitement. I'm excited for that. But don't take away my match. Don't take away my moment. Don't take away that for this. Why? 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 So does this all basically come down to whether or not like the bell rings and then the bell rings again after there's a uh, pinfall? I guess. I think I, you I can mean, do that and, and also check the gear. Like if Austin shows up in his gear or not. I guess I, whatever. I, I, like, yeah. It, it, to me, it's like, it's not a match. So like I, I, NA, like I can't really, you know, I can't really actually, you know, rate this. It's not, are you fucking serious? <clears throat> Becky Lynch Becky. has pulled out a, a pair of scissors and is threatening to cut Becky or Bianca's uh, ponytail. A legal weapon. Look, I don't a think people are going to like when I say this, but at some point, um, sh- they have to book her in a hair versus hair match. At some point, uh, I mean, if she wants to, sure. Well, yeah, like I feel like they would. It would be beneficial, like to do that, like. Like and of course she'll win. Like I, I'm not saying, hey, cut the woman's hair off and shit, but like, yo, if that's your whole gimmick, like you gotta like put that on the line at once. some point. You like, imagine, but then yeah. again, well, you well, I mean, in a company like this that is so you know built on strong characters, you'd imagine they do something like that, right? So, yeah. Day like, two. Like I have no doubt in my mind that they're going to eventually <laughs> do a, a a Starlight Kid mask match, right? Mm-hmm. Bianca's hair. I don't know. I don't know how people will feel about that. And, oh, they know. feel terrible about it. Like, I think yeah, if you say this on Twitter, like you'll get like swarmed and attacked and run off the internet. I, I've seen it happen to people, hey. but like I, I'm like no, like hair versus hair is classic wrestling. It's when it's done correct way, it's a fucking it's it's the best. Like, but like you know, we don't we we turn these things into a joke in this country. So, um, you know, okay, so Bianca is cutting pieces of <clears throat> uh, Becky's hair off right now. Oh, so maybe they'll they'll book it here. Um, well, I mean, it's we're eight days out, so she's already cutting her hair. So, like, clearly, this means like she already Becky Becky just wanted a shorter haircut. Like, she's not she's not she's not cutting her down to her scalp. She's she's, crazy she's, thing she's basically is, taking like refs, four inches off. The refs came uh, down to stop Becky from cutting Bianca's hair, but when, when Bianca went to cut Becky's hair, they just stood outside and watched. That's usually the reverse. Usually they try to stop the uh, the good guys and then let the bad guys do what they want. You're right. Now, it, that is normal. Yeah, what happens. Is, yeah, normal. But it was just kind of crazy how no one came out to stop <laughs> stop her. And now I guess after she's already cut her <laughs> hair out. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You know, that kind of yeah, thing. man. Night night two for WrestleMania. Night two. Should we just start from the, from the big match? The, the is a one match show. This yeah. show was very bad. Yeah. Um, they feel like they could have moved some stuff from day one to day two to help day two. Yeah. We just, I mean, I feel like day one is kind of loaded with their best stuff. I put quotes in there. Really, but it, you know. Like if I, if I look at this card, Becky, right? Becky just came to look at her hair is freaking out right now in the ring and is like in a rage right now. So this is how Becky beats Bianca at WrestleMania. She oh, raged out. Kaoken. Yeah, I guess. Like she's like she's so emulated with her still below shoulder length hair. <laughs> like, 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 okay, sure, whatever. This is so not Tam Nakano versus Julia at all. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about Edge Styles is tonight. No, so I mean that night. That's, that's day two. So. Day two. Okay, so so yeah. it, and like in their best interest, they should probably open with Edge and Styles because if they do the women's tag match and the two celebrity matches like Knoxville and Zayn and McAfee and Theory, like that block of WrestleMania will be like all time terrible. Um, but. Um, I guess we start with the big match. Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion, takes on Roman Reigns in a winner-take-all match to unify the WWE championship and the Universal Championship. People have not talked about whether the belts are actually merging into one or if both guys are just going to have or one guy's going to have, just have both belts. Are we to um, assume that it's going to be just like how it was at WrestleMania 35 where it's just like, oh, like somebody just carrying around both belts until like they lose in like a month or two? Right, right. Um, Lesnar versus Reigns. This is the story of the company since 2014, pretty much, uh, when Brock Lesnar breaks the streak. We're here after a umpteen rematches. They've had one good match ever uh, against each other. They've done every screwy old school 1970s finish in the book to further um stretches rivalry out from the mind of Paul Heyman, I would imagine. Um and Vince. This is like I can't think of a match that they've done three times like in excuse me, more than three times in big spots that I'm less excited for. I think people are into the cowboy Brock thing. It's pretty funny on a certain level. Yeah. But the memes alone. Yeah. Uh, the for me, it's still the same dynamic there, except Roman's like, you know, he's supposed to be booed this time. Uh, I don't really find myself cheering for Brock Lesnar at any right. point. It just doesn't click with me in that way. Um, I would probably go a four out of ten on this. Um, and I feel like it's a culmination of everything I've said that Roman Reigns title reign was going to be and is aka it being the big one all this being for him they weren't building anybody to topple him or anything like this this was always about getting him another like and he already beat Brock Lesnar 
um, in Saudi Arabia, like at the end of last year, like this already happened. Like this is like, I don't know if it's supposed to be different because it's at WrestleMania and this is where Lesnar has owned him. And, but I doubt they're telling that story. Um, that would be like a new Japan style, uh, thing. I don't care about Paul Heyman anymore. Um, you know, he can take his funny faces and like put them behind a newspaper holding up over his. They don't even do that with him anymore. Like, when's the last time you saw one of those, like, cut to him in the middle of, of a match with, with Roman or, or Brock, like, in the way they used to do it, like, in the mid-2010s? That doesn't happen anymore. Like, just get off, like, leave my television. Like, I'm I'm good. Like, Vince McMahon's always been into this match a lot more than people have. At least this won't get hijacked like <laughs> the other two, uh, one would think, uh, unless like, you know, the, the show's been so bad up to this point, the crowd is just, you know, going into business for themselves, which you can never underestimate, especially well, a WrestleMania especially, crowd. Well, here, here's another part. Like, if this show is so bad, there might be words like, hey, man, we've been here for three and a half hours. This shit is all Let's- sucked. We are going to go into business for ourselves, and it could happen all over again. And if it does, my God. I'm going to uh, have a field day if that happens. But um, I'm picking Roman Reigns. Um, Brock Lesnar has has no new stories to tell for me. Uh, Roman Reigns, at this point, almost has no new stories to tell either. It's just like, yo, this guy owns the company. That's the story. Like, if you haven't got that story by now... You'll never get it. Like it's just like this is it. Like turn him babyface already. Like just do it. Stop being afraid. Um, uh, Brewhaven asked like WrestleMania thirty one wasn't hijack was wasn't hijacked was it? It was at first, but they wrestled so damn well that like the crowd got they into it. it because like uh, Roman took a shit ton of punishment and then he had his comeback and then that's when he had to double down and then uh, Rollins came out. Uh, but like. That match was great, and then Rollins came out. Um, so, like, that was the one case where they've ever had a match where it was like they had a really good ass match or a great match, whatever you want to call it. And then, like, everything else has been diminishing returns ever since, but they keep going back to this fucking matchup. Um, it has really handicapped this company. They're stuck in time. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and, and WrestleMania 31, them doing that with Seth Rollins at the time, it felt like. You know, it was this great thing or whatever, but really that cash in froze this company in that moment, and they've always wanted to get it back there because, because these idiots never because these idiots took it took the, these idiots almost a, a decade to realize. Oh yeah, we got to turn Roman Hill to then get him over, and then eventually he'll have the big face run. It took them that long to realize, like to stop fighting the crowd for forever. Like it took another fucking wrestling company to come out to sprout out of out of the fucking sand, out the soil for it to happen. Amazing, and, and yeah, and yeah. And I'm sure they'll just do a bunch of F5s, Superman punches, um, German suplexes, like the the same match that they always have. That's my favorite kind of matches. (laughs) You know, while while WWE and, you know, all the wrestlers, you know, that talk about psychology and storytelling, this being, you know, the place for it and everything like that. Yet, like, we keep seeing what happens. They're devoid of storytelling with these guys at this point. There's nothing else for them to do because Brock doesn't, like, Unless Brock's wrestling a smaller guy, there really is no, like, it, you know, there's really nothing there right now. It doesn't seem like it to me anyway. Like, yeah. What, what is uh, a Brock, like, unless Brock is beating the piss out of people and they got to fight from underneath, there's really nothing he has for you right now. 
or has had in a while. And like, there's only so many of those you can get, you can get, you can, you know, do before people were like, all right, more of the same. Remember there was a this point where what, he was just German suplexing people until they eventually like got the, until the crowd basically turned on the match and then the babyface start fighting back and that's how they got people. Like even that yeah. has became a, a a trope. Well, these are my favorite type of matches, so my excitement is a seven. This is WWE 2K where they both start with uh, three finishers and you just go <laughs> and you just go charging and it's like yeah, who could get my fourth? Get that fourth finisher in first or whatever. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this just because. And you're gonna have Heyman when Brock Lesnar's ahead. Heyman's gonna be doing like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. That kind of thing. I, I mean, Roman. I mean, they have basically forced me to enjoy this storyline. <laughs> it has been so, like I didn't at first. I thought it was kind of boring, and then it's just kind of like, oh. I haven't seen them go all in on someone to this extent in so long that it is intriguing to see how far they're going to go. How long are they going to go before they get bored with Roman Reigns or whatever? And it doesn't seem like it's happening. So, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this match. And, I mean, I've been here for the whole saga. I mean, I told y'all I've been 30 and on. You know, I've been at WrestleMania. So I've been to all the matches. I mean, I'm going to get Roman winning. The thing that I expected to get at 31, I'm going to get at 30. You expected a WrestleMania 30, 34. <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, I'm going to get at 38. And is I mean, I'm finally going to get it. And I'm hoping it's satisfying. We're going to see if they can pull it off. I'm going to keep an open mind because they have. I've never seen WWE try this hard with the storyline. I mean, is it working? Is it not working? But they're trying something, and they're going all the way, and they're like, you know, they're content on making it work. I'm going to keep at least an open mind on the match. I mean, they, if they wrestle the style of match and I'm liking, I'm going to like it. I'm just like, is the finish going to be satisfying? Is he going to just beat Brock Lesnar? Because if Paul Heyman throws in a, a turnbuckle pole or something like that, no. No, go in. He beats Brock Lesnar. He chokes him out. Match over. You know, the head of the table, you know, is there. There is no challenger left for him. You know, that's the storyline you build because he finally conquered the beast. Man, they've got to get some new guys up and running. Gable Steveson. Bring them all right after the match. Um, I remember what I gave Becky and uh, Bianca, but basically the same thing. Like, it's all like just have a good match and put the right person over and get the fuck out of there. That's all I got. So we can move Man. on. Man, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, singles match between Edge and AJ Styles. Um, I feel like a couple years ago, this would have been. Like AJ Styles fires it up a couple times a year. Hopefully, this is one of those nights uh, for him. Uh, Edge, despite you know my reservations about him, he'll he'll put his working shoes on. He'll try hard. Um, but Edge's character and like the promos and the sitting and hold on. Actually, I have to do the Edge lights. Hold on, let me. 
you know, for, for edge for this, I need to, you know, turn the light down it, when, when I talk about edge, you know, to just let you guys know uh, what, what, what it is. But yeah, man, uh, edge and AJ Styles, I guess this is supposed to be the dream match work rate match um, of the show. Not, not much of a dream match uh, for me at this point. Uh, just, you know, five years ago maybe who knows um oh i need to zoom uh bruce says <laughs> oh so yeah so i gotta zoom in like edge and, and just you know talk to the camera here so um what do you what do you guys make of this whole uh this, this storyline with edge he's, he's turned heel at random for this he's he's gone full you people with it he's acting weird on twitter he's i don't know man like I don't know. It's, 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 be, it's not. I'm, it's it's I'm, not really. You know. I'm gonna be weirdo. I really dig it. I dig the whole thing. Uh, I dig Edge basically using his whole history to say, "I came back and it made everyone excited, and I was getting the pops and all that stuff." But I didn't win. You know. You know the ultimate opportunist won. You know the dirty Edge won. This happy go lucky guy is showing up and getting stacked by Roman. On top of Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan. So, you know, I, I dig it and I just, I have 100% confidence in AJ Styles and Edge that they're going to put on an amazing match. Mike Segment's a level's a nine uh, because they're going to put on an amazing match. I just know they're going to put on a really good match. This is my main event of night two, in my opinion. I'll go six and a half out of 10 on, on this one. I'm just curious to see if AJ can fire up. Oh, funny comment from Brew Heyman. Edge is talking about millennials despite being three years older than AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both old as shit. Yeah. Um, if you tell me this match is 15 minutes, I could go, you can get me into saying anything as high as like a seven or an eight. If you tell me this match is going to go as long as some of these uh, edge matches have gone, um, then I'm going to tell you no. Um, So, from that perspective, I guess, like, if it goes over 15 minutes, I'll give it a three. If it goes, uh, like, around 15 minutes, I'll say like a seven or an eight because of how good those guys are um, and how much they actually, uh, how much edge actually, while having some stinkers still has normally, I think his hit rate is either 50, 50 or even still above because either he puts enough thought into it or he puts too much damn thought into stuff he does. So I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I'm going to pick edge because like, I'm just going to, think about who they probably pay more money to edge has been WWE lifer AJ Styles is <laughs> from TNA <laughs> but um yeah I I feel like they're putting edge over yeah edge is um funny. and he's edge gonna don't give a shit. remain you know he'll he'll probably like uh do oh wow apparently edge is on the TV right now and then the light is zoomed in uh absolutely on TV yeah he looks Amazing. just like you right now. Amazing. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, Edge is going over, and he's probably a threat to win the title this summer at some point. Uh, 
Edge is who I said I would have put in the Universal title and had him winning the title at. So I definitely see him winning. I uh, James, I I think the over under is twenty five uh, minutes on this one. I think they're, yeah, I think, I they're think, not I good think, enough to. They are not good uh, enough. I to, think to the shortest of those. No, if you, I'm just saying, you look at the rest of the night two card. There's nothing else. This thing's gonna be over in two and a half hours if they don't go twenty five minutes. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, you, look you, at the you, card. I think you're underestimating. Yeah. I think you're underestimating how much bullshit they put between these segments. Like, yeah, yeah. These yeah. four, these but, four hour, like WrestleMania back when it was four hours. Like, you might have gotten like, there's no way you got two hours of wrestling a bell time. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. So They're like. Yeah, like between Hall of Fame inductions and and all these commercials and them showing their community outreach and Connor's cure and whatever random thing they're going to do post match or pre match with promos for these celebrities and moments or whatever else or hashtag moments with a Z like you you'd be surprised how fast that shit like DJ Valentino Con yeah well, like what is uh are they he's doing he's doing a music performance right yeah I don't know what yeah. day though so there you go. So there you go. He's so like, I'll, I'll go ahead and turn my light back on so you guys can see me now. So he's yeah, a DJ. Edge. So, <laughs> so the guy's a DJ that's performing. I believe so. Appar- yeah. And apparently yeah. he's he's like related to Nick Khan. That's how like this whole thing got put in. So this is like one of those family favor deals. Like this, like he has like not even that like like I don't even think he has like a, a huge following or anything. So this is just like. You know, just slide them in there. Hey, no. nothing like nepotism, baby. Love that you nepotism. Yeah, slide them in there. Um, triple threat tag match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro, Street Profits, and the Alpha Academy. I look at this match and I see lots of good wrestlers. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Floyd, did the Street Profits turn heel? They did not turn heel, but they turned serious. Look, like I was calling for a heel turn for Street Profits at day one. No, they just like, we're not having fun. We're not your brothers. We come in for the titles. It's more of a serious. They're serious faces more than actual heels. They haven't done anything actual heel. They're just like, you're the champions. We want to be the champions. We're not trying to be your friends. So they want to be champions again. They're what, like two time yeah. champions already, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to be champions again. Uh, but yeah, this be, I, I, this I think this, this could be the sleeper of night two. This That's could true. end up being the best match on night two. That's true. Like, like they have good matches together. Like, you know, Cable's awesome. Riddle, regardless of the fact that I, he, he's a sex pest, he is awesome as a wrestler. Um, Randy Orton is in tags. It's like easy, easy for him to just do, do all the hits. And then the Street Profits are a very good tag team. So, yeah. Um, and Otis is, you know, a very good tag team wrestler as well. So, like, yeah, th- this will be – this has a chance to be a top five WrestleMania match easily. Or let me phrase that. This chance – this has an easy chance to be, like, a f- the – no matter how many matches you think could get the four stars or something like that, this could be one of them. If they give them enough time and say, go nuts, they could definitely get the four stars. Like, they're that, they have that level of talent in the ring. Will they care because it's tag team wrestling? They might Probably because of Randy. They, it might because it's Randy Orton. If this well, was not maybe. Randy, uh, Randy Orton. If this is yeah, not a Randy Orton, no, no, I can't, gear, 
Sorry? can't guarantee this for Randy Orton either way because they have a history of saying they don't give a fuck about Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Um, let's go back to WrestleMania 28 with Kane. Let's oh, he was trying back. to get out of No, he was trying to get out of here because that was his birthday. He was like, I'm getting Let, the fuck out of here. I'm gonna go let's go back to WrestleMania 34 when they had him in that throwaway United States title match and that Jinder Mahal ended up winning. Um, you know, him and uh, AJ didn't really get a ton of time at WrestleMania 35. I thought uh, they got too much time. Uh, I think they might have got like 13 minutes. Yeah, I thought they, okay, well, I thought they had enough time to where like the crowd, you could hear the crowd complain about like the lights fucking up their Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever. Yeah. They they do weird things with Randy Orton they sometimes. Do. That's true. Um, like, you need know, you fuck around and have like a, one, a perfect mid-card uh, WrestleMania match with him and Seth, right? Like, right. it is it is very like this with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm going to pick the Street Profits just because I, I like them. And I'll go six out of ten for the excitement. I agree. Six out of ten. And I'm, I'm going uh, Randy Orton and uh, Matt Riddle. I think this tag team still has a lot more legs before Randy eventually turns on Riddle. I am picking a team that is not Randy Orton and Riddle. For that specific reason, they're going to do the heel turn here, and then they'll ha- they'll beat uh, Riddle's brains in with Randy Orton, and they'll wonder why he's not over by the time they get to SummerSlam for their actual match. <laughs> they should have Riddle turn on Randy Orton. Why would they do that? It's a heel company. Yeah, yeah. Like keep the old man Randy Randy Orton as a baby face, and like and let him let him be over or whatever, and then like. Let everybody know Riddle is the guy you're going with, but you know that's probably not the case. Um, so a singles match between Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. Jesus I used to see Christ. I used to see Austin Theory wrestling at Evolve. I thought he was just headed for WWE at some point. Um, I I don't know. Like the WWE fans love Pat McAfee. I I can take him or leave him. He's I think fine. he's a bit overbearing sometimes on commentary but like i think you know i i would probably be more excited about him as a regular wrestler than i would like seeing hearing him on commentary um i think he gets it i think he you know the last time we saw him in the ring he was with adam cole um this time he's with austin theory i don't think there would be that much of a drop off uh they'll probably practice this thing and you know he'll he'll come in prepared so well, the I'm, difference with that was like there was like 40 people involved in that match both matches mm-hmm. that McAfee had on NXT, whether it was the um, uh, the War Games match where he came out last, um, mm-hmm. and then the match he had with Cole at I think that was um, I can't remember what year I, I think it was uh, Takeover thirty thirty one whatever the fuck, um, <laughs> and like they had like you know they had you know um, Darius Butler and AJ Hawk come out. They had Undisputed come out. He's doing, you know, flips on the other other people or whatever else. It was tons of smoke and mirrors in that shit. Like now, when it's just uh, Austin Theory, there, there no, there's not enough subterfuge around to 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 you know cover up that stuff. So he's actually going to have to try to wrestle. I imagine. So like, good fucking luck now. Before like you were able to get by with the fact that he could do a few things. Now he actually really has to wrestle. And I've heard that like, yeah. Rip Rogers has been training, so he's a real wrestler. And it's like, have you looked at what Rip Rogers talks about when he talks about wrestling? Have you ever looked at his cage match or whatever else? Horrible. So, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, whatever. Like, that's besides the point. But, like, for people to think, like, this dude is actually, like, you know, um, 
Like a he prospect. actually he actually could be like a real a real franchise guy. I doubt it. Like I think I need I think I need to see an actual real match before I can be convinced of that because I haven't seen a real match for him to be convinced of that yet. Even though I think a few people have or think that already, and I think nah, man. Like go back and watch his match and see all the shit they did to 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 hide him in play in plain sight. Brewhaven said he could be WWE's version of Mongolman Michael, and I'm oh, just God. dying laughing. He's better than like, Mongolman Michael. No, 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 no. Even with the Silicon Mirrors, he's better than Mongolman Michael ever was. Mongolman Michael is a top five worst wrestler of all time. Well, Ma- remember, Mongo was a commentator as well, and yeah. then, like, was moonlighting and then until he got the into the wrestling. Name me the match he performed in as well as anything McAfee even did. Like, now, see, after I just said that shit where I laid the smack him down on, Mc- Mc- on McAfee, now I have to defend him, be like, hey, you've gone too far in the other direction. Like, you know, the way you talk with Mongo and Michael is one of them, take him out back and shoot him. Hide no, his boots. I, Don't let him come I out to a, the ring. I got a feeling if you check some Mongo out, you would be more positive on him than you remember. I thought Mongo sucked when I was a kid and I ain't know no damn different. Now you think I expect it to be good now or decent or worth a damn now? All right. I, oh, no. Uh, Mongo was one of those people that under my teenage child eyes, I thought was good. Oh, and now I like 20 years later. Oh, my God. I watch a match and I'm like, he couldn't do basic. He could do nothing. Things right. He couldn't have a if basic. You, he's in there with Kurt Henning, who could make <laughs> me look good in a wrestling match, and he, he was bad. If if look, Mongo Michael was so bad that if you put a toilet in the middle of the ring, he would probably forget how to wipe his ass with toilet paper. Nah, yeah, it's yeah. Mm. He was terrible. Uh, I think this Off. is going to be a good match. I think it's going to be a good match. I think Pat McAfee is going to show his athleticism. I think it's going to be a fun. I, I mean, five or six. I'd say six. Uh, he is. Uh, I think it'll be fine. I think Austin Theory is a, a very good base for what uh, you know what Pat McAfee is going to do. Even if they add Vince McMahon coming down towards the ring, that'll give it a little bit more smoke and mirrors. It'll be fine. Man, I just they Three, should, they should, they, two out of Cody's ten. I don't give a fuck. Like I just don't like. It's, like I'm sorry. It's Mac. It, it's a it's a charity. It's a charity wrestler versus a sex pest. Get it on the screen. Get it off the screen. Let's move the fuck on. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'll just. I can't follow that. Um, uh, anything goes match. Literally, what it's called. I've never seen anything called an anything goes match. Uh, it's Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. Uh, from 1999 against Sami Zayn. Um, three out of ten. Um, somehow Sami Zayn, hey, Sami Zayn got a WrestleMania payday. I'm sure he's a happy man. Uh, what will Johnny Knoxville do to himself? That's that's all I care about. We we saw his slap ability in the Royal Rumble. Um, you know this. You know, Sami Zayn's done plenty of hardcore matches and stuff in Ring of Honor and stuff with ladders. So I think he's just going to go up to Johnny and Oxville on that day and ask him, so what you want? Like, what, what's the craziest thing you want to do? And then Johnny Knoxville's going to be like, I want to fall off the top of Jerry World. And then they're like, no, you can't do that. Um, and then, like, they're just going to have to work from there and keep going lower until, you know, they find something comfortable uh, you know, that the company's comfortable with airing on their biggest show of the year. So, um, yeah, 
I don't know, man. So, I wouldn't be on my WrestleMania. He's from 1999. Look, um, I have some bias here. I think that aside from this latest Jackass movie that just came out, I have watched every single episode of Jackass and all all three movies. So, like, so forgive me, I'm biased here. Uh, like, for all I know, or at least what I imagine, the hope is that like Jackass Five is being recorded, and this is a part of Jackass Five, right? Um, so they're going to do something crazy, and in a way, also like I'm pervert. In a way, like I'm kind of like I would love to know that if like Johnny Knoxville rendered Shane McMahon like expendable and it got in <laughs> fifth part of his own son because he, I got the real he now got his own, you know. I, got, I got my own I got a you know I, I you know I got a I got a um I have my own stuntman backyard ass wrestler that will actually give me some exposure as opposed to my, my son there's been a there's been a, a money dump <laughs> for free has fucked it all up for years right so whatever uh I think no, I I think they'll have one of the better matches in WWE because he's fucking in, in, in WrestleMania because Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn is, is is a still a very good wrestler even if like he still can't do the things that he used to be able to do uh, before his shoulders went bad on him and like Knoxville is out of his mind so like they're about to do something crazy and and, and because it's, it's Zayn like it's bound to be well done. So like yeah, like I think they're gonna have a good match. <laughs> I, I do, I absolutely do think they're gonna have a good match. There's Why there's I... no way that Sami Zayn is gonna come out for WrestleMania have a bad match. That's never fucking happened. Why do I feel like this should be booked on like Joey Janela's Spring Break or some shit? Because it should. Absolutely, because it, it should. should. <laughs> yes, I mean I see Steve O making an appearance. I see all the jackass people doing something stupid. I you what? know. I knew yeah. they was wilding on Jackass when they was doing the backflips into the elephant shit. Like, I was yeah. like, hold on. This is, like, another level than, like, the rest of what y'all were doing before. I was like, all right, I ain't got nothing else uh, yeah. on Jackass, but. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be, like, my excitement for it is not high because I literally forgot it happened until you just told me about it. I, like, mm-hmm. literally forgot it was going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. So, three. But now it's just, like, I want to see if you know, Johnny Knoxville kills himself. Just morbid curiosity. Because he's going to try to do something really stupid. Right. And we're and he's, and morbid he's in, curiosity. He's not in the cage. He's in there with Generico and not Undertaker. This, you know, he's way past his, his sell by date. So, yeah, like, I think it's going to be a good match. There's no reason we're not be, It's fucking Generico. I'm sorry. I've never seen Sami Zayn have a bad match unless he's in there with someone that will absolutely fucking sucked. He had no business being in the ring. And you can argue like, well, that would be untrained wrestler Johnny Knoxville, but it's like, they've had months. They've had months. There's no way this match is not going to be good. So we've got a fatal four-way for the women's tag team titles. Um, those belts that are pulled up a couple of times a year and told that, you know, we're supposed to care about them. So this match is actually a big test of the will live Morgan ever win theory. Uh, so we've got 
Carmella and Zelina Vega as the champions. We have somebody that can never be trusted to win the reverse undertaker of WrestleMania, Sasha Banks um, and Naomi uh, randomly put together, uh, you know, in the last month, uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, who look like they translate to other genres of entertainment uh, and Natalia and Shayna Baszler. So this is a fatal four way first team to win wins the belts. The last time Sasha Banks was in one of these, she lost. Uh, and just one of the more ridiculous booking decisions in the history of WrestleMania. Um, for me, I feel like Carmella and Zelina are coming off of those things. So it's going to be, you know, people that you're probably going to associate. So I'm going with Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And yes, Liv Morgan will lose. Um, this I, I treat this with the same exact interest that I treat the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which is uh, curiosity for or whatever. I won't live in I won't I I, I won't live in Rhea to win because I like looking at living Rhea. So there you go. More of that team, you say? <laughs> yes, more of that team. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a J- James, I'm like, a big fan. Can can you can you discuss like? what like you know who the person that actually might be the biggest draw in the company getting saddled like here like like what is this um i guess it was like hey let's do something with okay if you're sasha banks and you're halfway in halfway out and they still and they still want to do stuff with you and they still like you um and you're trying to figure out what to do because you know they're going to go with you know Bianca and um, Becky on one side and on the other side, Ronda and Charlotte. You figure out what I'm going to do. Um, and given that they fired so many women that they can't do a uh, a women's battle royal, um, they come up with this multi multi person tag match. This this uh, tag team four way match. So, um, you make a team with Naomi. Um, that that is a fun team. Um, I, I I I guess for the time being, you hope that you win these, and then you try to make use of the actual division. Even though like the vi- division has been around before they came along, and it stunk. Uh, but maybe because there's two you know two people that are over um, in a in a uh, bigger way, they can actually like see the point of it because they kind of see that women's tag division is pointless ever since ever since they ever took them off of uh, Sasha and Bailey to begin with. So, um, so yeah, like you, you, you put them on, in my opinion, you put them on Naomi and Sasha, and then you try to make, you try to utilize like all these women uh, in ways where like they can be on cards or on pay-per-view when they're not in title matches. And you try to get some of these women over in decent matches where you have Naomi and Sasha together. But like like we've said often while covering the show, this is WWE. So like the idea that they would do something like uh, beneficial to, for themselves in the long run is almost like comedy. For, they, foreign they concept. Yeah, um, they do more damage to themselves than good. So I mean, I'll say that they do the right thing, so that like if they don't, I can yell at them for not so for not doing it. So I'll go with uh, Sasha and Naomi. 
All right. So that is your WrestleMania. Ah, there's one more match. Uh, I, fresh I and hot off the press. Oh, I refreshed the page and it's there now. Omus. I'm sorry. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Omus. All righty. Um, two big brothers going at it. Um, um, um we'll, nine. Will he slam almost? Uh, after, fuck after, it. I, I'll go. I'll go at eight. Why not? After <laughs> what I just saw, uh, when when Bobby Lads came out and they just started running into each other, and it was a car crash. Yeah, this is if this is right. This, if you keep this under five minutes, you might got you some. You might have your. You, this might. This might be. You know, this might be your. You know, is, is a this big a night? E, a big. This is the Big E, like, uh, in in honor of Big E because he is not with us, uh, for this run of WrestleMania because he broke his neck. I was almost gonna say Memorial, but I was like, he's not dead. That's not. That's not. Yeah, that's not I was gonna say like. But it's but, in honor of Big E who's still with us. This is the hope. This hope to make him some. You know, some joy while he's in a neck cast. So Next like race. this is this is Night Two's version of McIntyre and Corbin, I imagine. Um, but yeah, I think he's gonna slam almost. Um, if it's me, you like, I feel like you can introduce Gable Stevens in here too. Like, there's a like he's gonna be at WrestleMania in some form or fashion. Maybe linking him with him and Lashley. I don't know. Maybe they both can slam almost. Who knows? And. It w- so when they bring out Gable Stevenson, how long before we find out that like he he too is also a long lost uh, kid of of Kurt Angle's? Uh, Kurt would have to resign with the company first, and then maybe we would we would find out. Oh, there ain't no he, problem. Ain't no problem. You no, know. ain't no problem. So that if they done. bring Kurt back, you know, he's eligible. You know, you're like, oh, you know, actually, you know, and, and you can't be like, oh, they never do that. That's ridiculous. Do you remember 2017? Yep. Jesus yep. Christ. Um, yeah. Oh, remind, but, re- remind me to yell at Finishella about that. He was all in on saying that shit was go- that shit was working or slash going to work before uh, Gable before uh, um, before Jason Jordan uh, was gone because of his neck. That shit was dead in the sand or that shit was dead in the water way before then. Yes. D O A. Swear um, that shit was working. He was he was more he was more steadfast in, in like. And unrelenting on that one than he was with Jinder's title run. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. That should, that that's his yes. all time. No, no, no. Jinder one not is which his one was all worse. time. Not which one was worse, but the more where he was like, yeah, I'm for sure it's definitely working. Because there were times where the Jinder man after Jinder man be like, yeah, that one wasn't that good. It was okay. It was okay. Like he was always like that. That Jason George is gonna work. I'll be listening to this. You was wrong as fuck both times. Yeah. Um, so that was our WrestleMania 38 preview. There's one more big news story that I I feel like we should talk about. We have the reti- the official retirement of Triple H uh, from in ring competition. He appeared with Stephen A. Smith. Detailed, uh, you know, much like uh, Regal uh, in his laundry list of issues that you know he had with Jericho. Uh, Triple H, Triple H came out there and was you know pretty pretty emotional talking about it at all. I didn't see the full interview. I only saw a clip. Uh, so, you know, uh, I know I came on the show and, and basically said this whole thing smelled fishy to me before. And, uh, you know, I just like to move on from that now. So, you know, uh, yeah, that never happened. So, um, yeah, but as far as like triple H goes as the wrestler, obviously he's kind of been 
wrapping it up slowly for about a decade now. Uh, his comeback been like a special attraction at points. Uh, and I realized, you know, a couple years ago, I was like, this guy's the, a deathmatch wrestler. This guy, and it was a kind of a revelation on Twitter, and it kind of took a life of its own. Uh, I kind of see people talking about it now, and it's pretty funny to see. Um, and but I fucking hated this guy growing up, um, and I hated that he that he beat all these wrestlers that I that I thought he w- wasn't on their level. I hated the fact that he kind of got recast as like the star, like with Shawn Michaels. Like he was the star of DX. Um, you know, I hated a lot of his title reigns. I hated that his matches, like the cheating, the just everything. Like, tr- like I, he drove me up a wall, um, you know, watching Triple H. And then like his part time run was like almost worse because like he would do things like unretire, beat CM Punk and go back into retirement, like things like that. Like, um, he had a few matches, I would say, throughout his career where I thought he was like really good. Uh, of course, he had the great run in like the year 2000 where he was like probably the, the peak of his working ability. His body was like just incredible at that point, you know, started, you know, working out really hard at that point. And, um, you know, he he just in a way that he hadn't in 1997, you know, and and, and you know, even like, you know, you look at early 1999 and then you look at uh, summer 1999 and then you see just like cut the shit. I'm, 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 cutting you, I'm cutting you out right now, Rich. I'm sorry. Cut the shit. You look at him at WrestleMania 15 versus Kane and you look at his physique and then you look at him by the time he gets to SummerSlam uh, uh, 1999 and this man has gained like 30, 25 to 30 pounds worth of muscle. And you, and you, and you, there's no way to fucking explain with that level of travel at that time other than he was out here doing something that uh, is illegal in a, number of, uh, in a number of states. Period. I don't care, but it is what it is, and let's not pretend. Like, the dude, to- the dude toured quads and pecs and shit that you only tear when you're on shit. Yes. He just, he, just had a, he just had a massive heart uh, episode, which could, be contri- could possibly contributed to his use of, of PEDs. It is what it is. Does that mean he's a bad person? Um, not necessarily. No, I, I'm not villainizing him for his use of drugs, especially uh, of of performance enhancing drugs at a time when people were doing way worse to their bodies and just uh you know working out and, and taking testosterone. Sorry, I don't care. But it is what it is. It's a cosmetic business at the time, and that played a part into it as much or to, to a uh, significant factor in a way that he was when he started uh you know dating and then eventually marrying Stephanie. Like it is what it is. I'll say this, Chris Jericho won. Um, I'm sure Bret Hart uh, had uh, fun hearing this. Uh, I want to make sure everyone remembers that WWE has pushed him for decades as this ultimate ring general Harley race style uh, worker when he was actually a deathmatch wrestler. He never knew it. Um, Triple H always had main events get stole from him like he left him out on the counter. Um, Triple H 
somehow avoided ever losing to the rock at wrestlemania uh triple h killed monday night raw in 2003 uh triple h somehow got on the booking committee in 1997 years before he was anyone and he was making uh decisions about bret hart's finishes uh remember the crock um <laughs> remember when triple h went over stone cold steve austin in 2001 remember when triple h decided that he alone was harley grace and rick flair combined randomly um how could we forget uh, what he did uh, in 2006 to John Cena, where he was leaning in uh, to get him further booed by the hardcore fans. And I'll tell you the reason I didn't forget it, because he did it 10 years later with Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> how how can we forget him going over Booker T in, in WrestleMania, two, uh, WrestleMania 19 and telling Booker T to dance for him because he's an entertainer? Um you know, remember when he hit Sting in the face with a sledgehammer, then shook his hand after pinning him. What? Get him out of here, man. Like, I, I have no good memories of yeah. Triple H. None. Triple H is, uh, for me, top 10 favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, <laughs> I love Triple H uh, from the beginning, especially uh, the Mania after WrestleMania 14. Is one, I, mean, I mean, the Raw after WrestleMania 14. One of my favorite Raws of all time uh, when Triple H elevated to the leader of DX and then he turned on DX and then he brought him back. Uh, some of my fondest memories of Triple H. Pedigree still one of my favorite moves of all time. Uh, I I love Triple H. I will always love Triple H. Uh, he's on my list. He's like my list of wrestlers I haven't met is very, very small. Triple H is on that list. So uh, that does suck. Uh, the the game. I literally have a sledgehammer that I bought when I was like nineteen, just because I wanted a sledgehammer like Triple H. And this is twenty one years later. I still <laughs> have the sledgehammer. So no, I uh, I was uh, yeah, I'm b- I was a big Triple H guy. I was a big Triple H guy for about four or five years. He was my favorite wrestler. So is, period. James, James is Floyd our PFT commenter. He might be. <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, you know what? And it's funny because of my whole career, uh, whole fandom of Triple H. I never had to defend him online because I wasn't online like that. Uh, and then you got, and then you went online and realized yeah, like everybody yeah. fucking hated that yeah. guy and thought he was yeah, gonna push. No, I always tell people I wasn't. You know, even though I had the internet and I talked to some friends about wrestling, uh-huh. I wouldn't say I was a part of the internet wrestling community until like 2016. Triple H's career was basically <laughs> over, you know. So I mean, I'm very late to the game of you know how how people can hate your favorite wrestler with such a passion that they're held ready to help pack the bus for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is new to me. I'm just um, like, this is new. Yeah, I mean, you just I, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, James, any fun WrestleMania 2000 memories? Oh shit! Here we go. I guess I got to tell the story again. Um, I was a wrestling fan as long as I go back as far as I can remember. I was a person that like used to when the Monday Night Wars were going on. Like I would watch one show depending on whichever I thought was hotter at the time, and then I would record the other and watch it. Like when I woke up before going to school, and then I would give the other tape. I would give the tape off to or paper or record a pay per view, and I would give the tapes off to my friends because they were into it at the time in elementary school, right? Um, 
the time I got to middle school, I believe middle school, uh, I had uh, around 2000, I kind of got WCW was going down to shit. I was kind of tired of it. I got more into football at the time, um, NFL football anyway. Um, and like I was into more, and Monday Night Football was winning, winning me over, right? Watching Brad Favre, watching Randy Moss, or whoever was more entertaining me than watching uh, wrestling at the time. So uh, I ended up not watching WrestleMania that year. I got that th- that disenchanted with watching wrestling at the time. And then I found out that the next day that like, and that four faces, of, you know, four McMahons in every corner, whatever else that Triple H fucking won. He beat The Rock at the end. And he beat, and before that, he beat Mick Foley by pedigreeing him twice. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Um, and I and I literally did not watch pro wrestling again in any fo- any form or fashion. Not one wrestling show again until um, WrestleMania 25 because I was listening to Bill Simmons at the time uh, on podcast and he was talking about uh, the Shawn Michaels in Undertaker match for WrestleMania 25. So I watched that, then watched the main event. And while there are any Orton dudes like super talented, he moves around the wing very well. And then next year, watch WrestleMania 26 live because it was, you know, I thought, I presumed it was going to be Sean's last match um, with Rich. And then, like, by that point in time, you had, you know, um, we had said, like, let's just watch WrestleManias or whatever else. And then, like, you know, go on YouTube, watch watch some stuff from stuff I never saw before. Um, and then, like, you know, next thing you know, The Rock is about to wrestle, you know, John Cena at the next WrestleMania, and then a pipe bump happens, and then we basically start watching, me and Rich basically both, in that summer 2011, start watching wrestling <coughs> full-time again. That's basically the story how we even got back to here, leads us to uh, one issue radio to begin with. But, um, he ran me off for a decade. Now, think of, think of how much I love pro wrestling. He ran me off, he ran that guy off for a decade. Um... Or that, you know, young teenager all for a decade. Like, there were times where I fucking hated his guts. And um, I was tired of the bullshit and run-ins and nonsense. And, like, I am a, I am very big on baby faces. And, like, if you, if you, and this is the reason why, like, I don't rock with WWE the way that I used to. Like, if you uh, lose the plot that much to where you can't realize that even, even your, your company history is built around Hulkamania, Bruno San Martino, uh, Steve Austin, The Rock. Bret Hart, like, if you can't realize that, like, you're built on having protagonist babyface heroes, whatever else, and you're going to just overrun them by having them lose a, this one fucking guy that's in the main event with your actual top guys, I'm sorry, get the fuck out of here, I'm done, so, um, yeah, like, he brought me a lot of, uh, what's the opposite of joy, uh, I, I don't know, but, pain. I, yeah, I guess pain, if you will, uh, watching some of his matches or whatever else, and the finishes, and, like, what was the point of this, and his political nonsense, and, like, it seemed like it was like you're little, literally leaving money money on the table by pushing this guy on this level, um, whatever. And uh, I thought a lot of that shit sucked. But once he basically got done with having this like inferiority complex of pushing himself to this extent because of like things that happened to him beforehand, and he realized like his career was over, and he went into the uh, the like the NXT portion of his career. I got far less of a problem up after that. Like I thought that, you know, um, this is a person that clearly had a love for it outside of like trying to just push himself on top. Um, and quite frankly, you look at some of the other guys that like from that, from that era that ever got the book, he was better than a lot of them. Like he's a better booker than Steve or Kevin fucking Nash. 
Um, so yeah, like I, I have some bad memories with him. I have some fond memories. I have a lot of matches I like from his. I also think that he got too over that He was a lot of times overindulgent in, in, um, went to triple H rule. Yeah. So yeah, like I, uh, you know, uh, so like I have a lot of mixed emotions for him, a lot, a lot good, a lot bad, but like I, I will say that like, um, he had a great, he had a, he had a all time career, regardless of what, however I feel about his, his career at the time that made ran me off. He, he was one of the most successful people in the history of the business. He absolutely was. Can't, can't deny that. Oh, yep. Sure over was. The, over the top. Made a lot of self, money. He absolutely over overachieved. The- over top self indulgent wrestlers. Are you kind of getting the oh god to look at my taste? I mean, what's coming back Saturday? <laughs> like it's my oh taste, my and that's what I like. <laughs> so it, it all it yeah. all it all it's all making sense now. <laughs> yes, it's like that's just what I like. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, but. I don't really got too much. Uh, I guess, uh, Floyd, uh, while we got you here, uh, give us your, your state of AEW right now. Like, it seems like the company's like, you know, coming off very, a lot of highs and, you know, business wise. And, you know, there's some, some guys that are, uh, you know, new, new people in different spots at the moment. And we got a lot of people that have joined the promotion. Uh, and, you know, what was, what was your overall, uh, temperature? You know, we just came off Revolution, which was, very well received. Um, what are you thinking is going I mean, on with it? The build to Revolution and you know, you know, Thunder. You can almost say Thunder winning the title was almost an extension to Revolution. They just saved it That's, for a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, you, it, it seems like we're in a very good place. I like all the champions in the company right now. Um, I, I want to see where it's going. Uh, I love that Scorpio. Went ahead and uh, got rid of that uh, TNT title open challenge rule. That's a heel. That's what heels supposed to do. You know, screw that. You got to earn a shot at me. I love it. Uh, Nyla Rose is always the first contender for every woman's title change. Just check the history. So <laughs> she's going to do her thing. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So, and I, I like Hangman. I like what they're doing with Hangman. And I like where Punk is. I like Jericho's in a perfect position for where he is, and I think he will elevate Garcia. I don't think you can really elevate 2.0. I just think they are what they are, um, you know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, of course, when Eddie Kingston comes back with uh, Proud and Powerful, that'll work. And, you know, and we're heading towards the FTR versus Young Buck match, so that's going to always make me happy. Not always, But, no, the State is good. Uh, you know, it's like – uh, when Cody left, which I thought was just a big thing in February, you know, it was going to come up, you know, I was looking at it and I was just like, that was a good decision because I really didn't see a spot for him right now. I just did. I thought they'd done such a good job building Sammy and building Darby and building the, you know, the young guys that his spots kind of filled right now. And you see what they did as soon as he left, they just put Sammy and Tay. And then him and Brandy spot. They just said, hey, we got this. And, you know, to and uh, he's uh, when it comes down to it, it's just, you know, Sammy's probably going to put on matches that everybody likes better than what Cody would do with the same opponents. So, yeah, I'm, uh, 
I think the state of AEW is really good. Could it get better? Yes. Uh, I think the women's division is about to get a little deeper. I'm very excited about the Owen Hart Cup on both sides. And yeah, I think the strength, I think the women's division is the, like the one, I wouldn't call it a weakness, but it would be the weakest thing in AEW right now. Cool, man. I, I think that's, I think, yeah, I was about to say, I think I covered the question. <laughs> You said you like what um what we're what they're doing with Hangman. Like what was what what is something that you're liking? Because like I feel like there are a couple of different like tones around Hangman. Like there are people that want him to have more of a presence on the show. They kind of just want to see him more. Uh, oh. They're looking at you know, and then there are other people that uh, like myself and like, it sounds like you and you know James. Like we've kind of been won over by this guy just from his yeah. title matches. Like no, I mean, and and he's like he's he's been fucking phenomenal in the ring. Yeah, he's a Tony Khan <laughs> champion. He's a Tony Khan champion. He's putting on amazing matches. That's what he's doing. That's his thing. He's gonna build you up over th- this. He's not a big talker. I mean, he's had a couple like really, really solid promos, but his whole thing is not to come out there and cut a thirty-minute promo. He's not punk, you know. He doesn't have Don Callis. His thing is that I am the best wrestler in AEW. I am the best wrestler in the world. So when Adam Cole challenges him or anybody else comes out and challenge him, uh, challenges him, he goes he goes straight at him. Let's fight. I'm not he doesn't back down from challenges. It's probably going to wear on him at some point. But right now, it's really fun to watch. Yeah. Cool, man. I just I just wanted to get you uh, some screen time there uh, <laughs> on it. And but I don't I don't really have too much else, James. <laughs> No, um, I think it's the end of the show. Uh, Floyd, thanks you, thank you for joining us. Uh, can you hit us with your plugs? Oh, yes. Uh, you can follow me personally at, uh, at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter, or uh, you can follow the show at all, or excuse me, at AT Elite Pod. AT Elite Pod on Twitter. Somebody took my name before me. They barely use it. I hate them. Um, yes, uh, but yeah, uh, show. It's scheduled to come out. The show is scheduled to come out Thursday nights. This week, Thursday, I will be at WrestleCon Super Show. So it will probably come out Friday. Uh, I'll find a time to record it Friday. But, uh, yeah, I will be watching wrestling. So I won't be talking about wrestling. Yeah. But, no, it's going to awesome, man. We're going to be having it. We're going to have a good time. Uh, make sure you check out my boys, FTR versus the Briscoes at ROH Supercard on Friday. I, I think that's that my there. most anticipated show of the weekend, uh, Supercard of Honor. Um, the, I, the reason I'm not sleeping this week is that show. <laughs> like I'm so excited for it. Yeah, uh, a couple plugs for myself. Uh, the Swerve City Tears album, or third album, dropped on March 18th. Haven't really uh, plugged it on the show here, but check it out. Got about seven beats landed on that album i'm on the hook of two songs uh definitely check that out uh, i put out a music video for a song called unlimited uh that one will be a part of my dream machine project which should be out later this year um and i have stuff that i can't talk about for months but remember i said this yeah so for listeners i'm adding this on, on the back end uh 
we are going to cover Stardom World Climax both nights uh, later in the week. I have a lot to say. Um, I have, I think, I have a rant, another Stardom rant about how fucking awesome uh, that promotion is. Also, I think I have another rant about how fucking awesome uh, Tam Nakano is. It's on deck. Just, just bear with me. We will be here in the middle of the week, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm bound to go off multiple points about how awesome both of these shows were. So, uh, especially night two. So, um, be on the lookout for that. All right. Um, that's in the show. Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, be sure to raise on whatever app you're using to listen to this with. I am trying to remember the light like, script that I keep in my head to do this. Uh, <laughs> be, uh, um, yeah. So, um, if you've been listening, um, on the stream, hit us up with the bits. If you are listening from the podcast, go to our red circle and drop us off with a donation and be sure to listen to the other shows on the network. Besides when it's your radio, you have keeping a strong style, the Ricky and Clyde wrestling show, Grown Men Watch This Shit, The Grave Consequences Podcast, 8-Bit Suplex, All Things Elite, Great Match Generator, and AEW Match Guide. Thanks for listening, y'all. Later. Peace. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.